Blog Talk Radio. Look more drums. They say we in our double G E R. We are much more. Still we choose to ignore the obvious Man, it's history, don't acknowledge us We were scholars long before colleges They say we N-I-double-G-E-R We are much more But still we choose to ignore the obvious We are the slave and the master What you looking for? You the question and the end We trust no black leaders Use the stove to heat us Powdered eggs and government cheeses The calendars with Martin, JFK and Jesus Gotta be fresh to go to school with fly sneakers Schools with outdated books We are the forgotten Summer's cooling off by the fire hydrant Yeah, I'm from the ghetto With old black women talking about their sugar level It's not unusual to see photos of dead homies' funerals Aluminum foil on TV antennas Little TV sit on top to big TV eating TV dinners Girls started here with Kool-Aid They gave us lemons, we made lemonade but this nigga's paid, ancestry of slaves, descendant of kings is necessary. I bling, put rims on everything, wear Tim's on every scene. They say we N I double G E R, we are much more. Still, we choose to ignore the obvious. Man, it's history, don't acknowledge us. We were scholars long before colleges. They say we N I double G E R, we are much more. But still, we choose to ignore the obvious. We are the slave and the master. What you looking for? You the question and the answer. Do I mean it like a slave master? Nigga, no, I'm gangster. Gotta eat rappers. My abbreviation was young when I caught the cases. That should mean the court could see my changes. Take off the bracelets. Savage went broke. Smoke sour diesel, need no bow flex. My chest still cut up like a bag of dope. Thought patterns consist of boss matters. Spit Moses lost commandments like a gross sandwich out my mouth. Toast the government cameras, peeping us every week. I must have my cars, homes, and phones sweep for bugs. But this is what I was dreaming of. Between cutting hard coke with new razors slicing my fingers up. They used to string us up. We wanted everything. But the one bringing us cake be the snake slicer. Like the New Jack City wedding scene. No time for mistakes, trying to get it like Medellin. They say we in our double G-E-R. We are much more. Still, we choose to ignore the obvious. Man, it's history, don't acknowledge us. We were scholars long before colleges. They say we in our double G-E-R. We are much more. But still, we choose to ignore the obvious. We are the slave and the master. What you looking my for? Nigga. You the question what and up, the answer. Yep. People afraid of criticism, but I always put myself in a sacrificial position. They been no, I ain't just rapping for fame. I got my old homie half since the father acting for change. Yup, I get a cash up, this paper don't matter. They see me from skinny to fatter. When I rap about war, they got a tendency to scatter. They ain't my backup no more, so now my enemies are at my front door. Cause anytime we mention our condition, our history, our existence, they calling it reverse racism. Oh, I say it, I say it again, you've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. 
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, my brothers and sisters. Yes, indeed. How are you doing out there? How are y'all doing out there? Welcome in one more time to another fighting broadcast right here. Uh, let me get this here. Right here uh, of Lions Live Radio, Coach of Freedom Radio Network on this magnificent Friday night. Oh, yes, sir. What month is this, y'all? This is uh, this September, man, the, the second, man, September the second of 2022 we're delighted to show enough being in the house with you again my brothers and sisters let me get them lines up in here let me get those lines in here yes sir can't yes, do without the lions we got to let you know the lions are in the house so that the line let you know that we do have security at the door we got the security at the door we got the lines of yahuda which y'all will say in the English, Judah in the house. Yeah, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom to all of my Israelite uh, uh, brothers and sisters out there who's getting ready to observe Shabbat uh, as we are commanded to do throughout the Torah. And and even, you know, so-called in those so-called Gospels that uh, people say Jesus, uh, Yahshua, even said that he kept the Shabbat, which is, you know, uh, a day of rest, and y'all don't understand. It, it, it's not a ho- it's just really not a holiday like you gonna have Monday Labor Day, Memorial Day, and all these other things. This is a day set aside for you to get you some rest. It says work six days, get all your labor in six days, but at least one day get you some rest, man. Relax, and a lot of us we do need to relax. We need a day off and sit our tail down somewhere. And relax, man. You know, some people, our nerves are bad, our nerves are shot, because we're not getting enough damn rest. Excuse my French. But tonight, right here, man, we got an interesting topic of conversation that I hope and I pray and ask the Most High, would you please guide our minds and guide our hearts so we can be able to touch on this subject matter today and bring this message tonight. So uh, with the Most High's intention, we, we pray that this message will come out tonight to help enlighten, um, inspire, and give thought. And this is what Culture Freedom is really about, especially with Lion Vise Radio and Liberation Tabernacle Ministries, or Liberation Tabernacle of Yah, same thing. Uh, and also, don't forget to check that out right there. Our, part, our ministry show uh, tonight class is right there on YouTube and on TalkShoe, but check us out right there on YouTube as well and hit that subscribe button. I do some classes on there on YouTube. We got that back running as Liberation Tabernacle of Yah, and then through the other podcast that uh, our good brother Moray David Israel, he basically hold hold that down over there uh, from time to time. I do some, but he hold basically hold the uh, the podcast down, so you can find the Liberation Tabernacle of Yah uh, podcast in the same place you can find Culture Freedom throughout the various. Big names, name brands, wherever you get your pet cop bar, you listen to your podcast that you can find Liberation Tabernacle of Yah there. But let's get here and get into this topic tonight. We want to talk to talk to you, my brothers and sisters, about becoming friends with the enemy for financial gain. <laughs> yeah, becoming friends with the enemy for financial gains, and now. When I use this word enemy, I'm just not talking the word enemy in such a term as 
we may use in the black power community uh, or most of the black power community because I don't say I'm really involved in that anymore. But anyway, but in the black power community, we say that the white man, you know, we just use this term. We know, you know, we say the, the white man is our enemy. But this term enemy is being used in spiritual matter as well tonight. As maybe as well, talking about AKAs, as some people might say Esau, the Edomite, the Albion, the Tamahu, AKA Caucasian, whatever. It's going to be you that, that, so that term enemy is not just specified this time by no white man. We talk about the enemy as basically we know on a spiritual level for my brothers and sisters who deal with Bible. I don't care if you talk about Tanakh which they call the Tanakh, the Old Testament, Misnomer Old Testament, or you're dealing with what they're calling the Gospels or New Testament. For that word enemy, we have, some have in the, uh, we have in the Hebrew what we say, uh, Hashetan or Nakash, uh, especially in the Christian church or whatnot. They may say the devil, uh, or Lucifer, uh, Satan, whatever, y'all, that enemy who's an adversary to man. And so this enemy thing is going to be used in various ways tonight, right? Because we're going to get to some things dealing with uh, the occult again, as we did on last week. Um, there was some things, touch on some things of this nature. And I want to share some clips as well. I got I to gotta load one more up right fast as I'm talking. But we want to talk about this here. It says, you know, becoming friends with an enemy for financial gain. And I'm going to just lay it out right fast so I bring my brothers in so they know exactly what I'm talking about, too. Now, Brother Moray, let me give credit to my brother, Moray. I'm going to make sure I give him his title, credit. My brother Moray, David Israel, y'all hear every show that he brings up and he talks up and he try to enlighten y'all about uh, a group of people who's supposed to be black now called the Boule. Yeah, y'all heard of Boule, Sigma Phi Pi, and who was started, you know, way back when by supposed to be elitist, educated, well-to-do so-called black folk, right? <laughs> so, but he, 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 he tried to, you know, bring y'all attention to that because even today a lot of people don't know about the Boule, so-called black people don't know about the Boule. And uh, like old folks say, and uh, but anyway, so my brother tried to bring that and enlighten y'all about some things about them and how they actually, y'all want to say the white man is the enemy, but they work on behalf of that enemy to keep you downtrodden, yeah, to keep you, I say again, most of us downtrodden and keep you in a state of being that a lot of you are in. And you, you look at somebody else, but they are in control. They are the gatekeepers. That's what I want. They are the gatekeepers to a lot of things that's dealing with the so-called black community. So they have became friends with the enemy for financial gain. That's one group. And, you know, you got your black Freemasons today. And I know he's going to get into some things. I'm just trying to warm the mic up and get in some ideas. So they he come in. He's going to get into some things of that nature. And you also have these entertainers now who's, uh-oh, on the other side, the spiritual side that I'm talking about, how they say that they are selling their soul, as the church might say, to the devil or to Hashetan, to that adversary, and giving 
their lives over to them for financial gain. A lot of the, I was looking at this video and I shared it with these brothers, uh, brothers, brother Justice and Demore uh, David Israel about y'all look just look it up on YouTube about a brother named Orlando Jones. Uh, I think I said his name right, brother Orlando Jones, who used to be on the Disney Channel. I tell y'all, the Disney Channel that's the pedophile channel. That's the pedophile station. I, yeah, it, 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 it's. I'm not saying that. I'm not defaming Walt Disney. Hell, this has been known for a long time. Even Walt Disney, the creator of the place named Walt, hell, he was a known, said he was a known pedophile. He used to hang out in the parks, look at little children and all that. He's known. But anyway, so uh, that brother had been doing some interviews and had been talking about a lot of things about Hollywood and, and, and exposing a lot of things on Hollywood, like so many have tried to do, like number one, our brother Cat Williams, and y'all see what uh, how they tried to slander Cat William and most of the things said the brother was crazy and all of these type of things. Uh, we even heard our good brother uh, who started off, he used to talk back in the days when he came out talking about Jesus walk, you know, for my Christian brothers and sisters out there who seemed to be on a, at that Christian path. But then next thing you know, you've seen him because he was with Jay-Z, a damn known occultist. Um, then you may see that he made a song for Jay-Z, Lucifer, Son of the Morning. Y'all remember that? Lucifer, Son of the Morning. Yeah, and ever since then, whoop, there it is. And then he even said himself that I sold my soul to the devil. Now, some people might say, I don't believe in all of that. But I tell you, you don't have to. That don't mean somebody else don't, and that don't mean because you don't believe it, it ain't real to somebody else. It's not happening to somebody else. Because like I said, the truth is, and I have to say this now, the truth is the truth regardless if you accept it or not. It don't matter if you accept it. If it's existing, you probably just don't believe it. That's, that's, that's your prerogative, as Bobby Brown would say. But that does not mean that it don't happen, it's not happening, it's not real, because you say, I don't believe. And I know a lot of people say, I don't, they don't believe. But another, that's another whole subject. <sighs> but... For this thing for financial gain, and, I, and tonight I'm gonna have to jump into what they call the gospels tonight for this one right here, brothers. And uh, they I'm gonna have to go back old school to my 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 old school minister day, pastor Christian days, and I'm gonna have to jump back into the gospels over here, man, uh, a little bit to open this one up right here, um, a little bit because we talk about financial gain, selling your well, becoming friends. Uh, with the enemy for financial gains. And I, I should have got this Quranic verse. I forgot it off the top of my head. I just paraphrased it. But even in the Holy Quran, it talks about how Hashaitan, or it says Iblis in the Holy Quran, is still talking about Satan or the adversary. In, in Hebrew, we use the word, now the word uh, uh, Satan, we call it, is this Hashaitan, and it, we just mean the adversary, the adversary. Hell, either one of us can be an adversary. <laughs> so yeah, we know what there is some adversary. I remember Dr. York wrote a book called uh, uh, "The Black Devils." So yeah, don't get don't get so spooked out with it and and, and think it's just a man in a red suit some damn well. Uh, but I'm gonna get into uh, a so-called New Testament verse to go into some things on that in a minute. But I want to jump into this one right here to start this one off. Now I go to the book of Mark right fast. Like I said, I gotta go back to the 
to the, my, my, my Christian days and going back into some of my uh, 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 the gospels thing, because y'all know basically the Moray and I, we are what we call Tanakh only, what they misnomer and miscall the Old Testament. We stand on what they call the Tanakh, right? But, you know, that there are some things that I do say that is some, 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 some truth that's in what they call the gospels, but there are some other things that really the storyline about Jesus and all that, why we don't subscribe to that. But that's another whole subject. You got to catch our classes to get the breakdowns on that. But let's go right here. Let's go right fast, sisters and brothers. Let's go, we go to the book of what they're calling Mark, right? And we go to Mark 36 and uh, 37. I think they should have, now this is my personal opinion, this is a letter, and I'm not saying this is holy script, so they should have they wrote this one in, in reverse, but I'm going to read it as it is, I'm just, and y'all will see what I said in a minute. But it says that, for what shall it profit a man, did I say y'all, yeah, eight, Mark 8 and 36 and 37, it says, for what shall it profit a man if he gain all the world and lose his own life, verse 37. For what shall a man give in exchange for his life? Now, like I said, I said that they should have put it the other way. It says, like, verse 37 first, and put it should have said, Oh, what shall a man give in exchange for his life? For what shall a man profit and gain the whole world and lose his life? It's just my personal opinion. That's how I, I say they probably should have written it. It's just a letter. I could critique it. It's just not holy script, y'all. I'm just saying. But it's asking this question. This is a question because this is a question. Because, like, we hear brothers and sisters say, well, especially these entertainers say, I sold my soul. Because there were things that they was trying to obtain. It was things they wanted. They seen the glamour and the glamour. It's like, you know, like an artist, a music artist, a rapper or somebody like that, right? You know, he see these other people out here, the Kanye Wests and, you know, the uh, uh, let me see here, the Jay-Zs and, you know, the, you see the Beyonce's, all these big name artists, they, they promote out here like they really doing something. And, 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 and that person who maybe, you know, uh, what they call underprivileged coming up in the projects and whatnot, you know, ain't had it nothing. Been eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I, I, I like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, y'all. I'm not trying to knock peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. But just having had these things, see all this material stuff, like, you know, like they throw out in front of everybody. I uh, uh, used to back in the day, they had MTV cribs and all of these type of things. So they, they put this out here, this lifestyle that made you, to tempt you to look, I got to get this. I got to struggle. I, this is what I need in my life. So they put these things out here. So when they see you coming up on the struggle, right, so then they like, well, look, you can have all this, and I better go to another uh, so-called New Testament thing to show you something. Um, you can have all of this. You know how to say the saying, excuse my French, English. You can have all this, man. Look at look at so-and-so. Look at all them trick daddy them. I'm not trick daddy, but look at, uh, I'm trying to think of some raunchy, like remember back in the day, Luke Skywalker, two lie crew. Look at that. You can have all the money, clothes, and hoes. Y'all know what they just said that. Y'all heard them say that before. You can have all of that, man. Man, you can have, every, man, look, you have all the women all over you, bro. You, look. Just go ahead and sign this deal, bro. And then you know it'd be a it, it'd be a death contract. You signing your life away to something, or you trying they trying to get you involved in something, which mo- most of them say they find out. I sold my soul. They have you participating, as as Brother Cat Williams said, in uh, these mansion parties, indulging. If, hey man, you want to uh, enhance your career? Hey man, uh, you got to sleep with this dude over here. Sleep with a hoe. Sleep with a dude. 
Oh, hell no, I ain't with that. Hey, man, look, bro. You can, man, look, I'm telling you all you got to do. Ain't nobody going to know. You can have, man, look, you're going to be the next big star, bro. You're going to be the next big star. All you got to do, man, go in that room, man, snort a little dope, man. You know what I'm saying? It's going to put you on another level, bro. You you know, it's going to take you out of your mind and relax you a little bit. Man, go on in there and do P. Diddy, man. Go on let P. Diddy, Jamie Foxx, go on do you up, bro. I'm telling you, bro, that's how your career going to blossom. Man, I did it. Look at me. Look what I'm at, man. Look, bro, look at all the movies I've been starring in lately. Yeah, I, I, I had to put on a dress and panties and all that stuff. So when they give you that, and let me take y'all something right fast, brothers and sisters. <laughs> now, we go to the book, what they call Matthew, and uh, they call Mattathahu in Hebrew. We take that right. Now, and I'm, I'm saying a lot of this, too, for my Christian brothers and sisters, and I got a video that I try to get into with uh, about Beyonce, some stuff was happening with Beyonce, and I big up this pastor, Pastor, um, pastor Wooten. Patrick Wooten, man, I love that brother. I've been listening to that brother, man. Ooh, even though I'm Israelite, brother, but I've been listening to him. He's been going in. He don't hold back no punches, brother. I'm telling you. He tells the truth about stuff. Like, we kind of do a culture freedom. But anyway, um, this goes back to even what Mark was saying. Now, this is supposed to have been in, in Matthew chapter 4 right here, right? Chapter 4. And where it's supposed to have been, it says that as Yahshua, a.k.a. Jesus, as some people would say, was 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 has been fasting, but in the wilderness, fasting for forty days and forty nights, and they said the adversary, or AKA the devil, came to tempt him. And uh, so one thing it says, starting in Matthew four and eight, and it says, and the devil uh, took him up on a very high mountain and showed him all the regions or all the kingdoms of the world to their esteem. Now, all the kingdoms of the world, he went up there and he took them, he showed them, he took them on his mountain, right, where you could see everything, you know, like Mount Everest. He took them on there and he showed them, man. He showed them Sin City. He showed them Las Vegas. You know, in Sin City, they call it Sin City because anything goes. Legal live brothel houses, prostitute houses, uh, gambling. Y'all already know gambling. Uh, Basically, every damn drug that's known to man that you want, you can probably get it. Whatever your fetish is, you can go and do it. Like people say, bang, let's run to Las Vegas and get married. You can do everything you want to in Sin City. So he showed them Sin City. He showed them New York City. He showed them places like, you know, they used to call it, uh, it's called, they call it San Francisco. But y'all remember a lot of people call it, used to call it San Francisco. I'm not listening. I ain't making that. You used to call it San Francisco. And then you got, he showed them Atlanta, which is another place, the, the, what they call it, the black gay mecca. So he showed them both of them. He showed them Sodom and Gomorrah. He showed them Sodom over here with San Francisco, and he showed them Gomorrah that was over here, that's Atlanta. He showed them both of them cities. Hmm? I, am I making up some y'all? But let me show. I'm gonna give y'all modern te- uh, modern name. But he showed them all of these magnificent places. He showed them Walt Disney. He showed them all these places with the glimmer and the glamour and all the the, the, the tourist attraction that they got, man. Miami, all of these type of things. Nudist beaches. He showed them, listen, if you buy down to me, you can have all this, man. You can have all this right here. But he says in verse 9, he says, and he said, all of these things I should give you if you fall down and worship me. And then Yahshua said unto him, go, Satan, for it is written. Now, he quote, he finna quote the Tanakh. It, it, uh, uh, you shall, it is written that you shall worship the Most High Yah, Elohim, our power. Him alone shall you worship. It's basically another word. Hey, fool, you can't give me nothing. Ain't nothing you can give me because none of this don't belong to you anyway. 
But I read this and just kind of go into this, but this is a lot of what our brothers and sisters are getting to. It's like a brother, man, like we just say, man, you can get the money the easy way or you can get the money the fast way. So, you know, the, the adversary, man, the enemy will try to bring you, say, listen, brother, I know you need this money. Just go out here and snatch this old lady purse, man, put this ski mask on and go in here and run up in this bank and, man, go in here and do this, go in here and do that, man, get this money. But then, like some of us, nah, brother, I can't do that, my brother. I can't do it like that, bro. I'm just, I'm on chill. Now, the most high ain't going to be pleased with me. I remember back in the day when people were more spiritual, like, nah, bro, I can't do that, man. I, you know, back when they used to be teaching that fire and brimstone preaching, y'all remember that? The brother, hey, man, I ain't finna go to hell for that, man. You know, bro, you got me messed up. I ain't going to hell for doing that. Because <laughs> they feared more of of uh, of the, uh, what you call it, y'all, the chastisement that may happen. But nowadays, brothers and sisters, they are falling into all types of stuff. That's why we are seeing today where we have been allowed into our society homosexuality. Yeah, homosexuality is the, is the, is the order of the day. Children, things, children are having, constantly having, what's this thing called, a, a, a drag, drag queen showcases or whatnot at, 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 at places, libraries and school with little children. I was hearing them saying something uh, that was somewhere the other day that they had transgenders or drag queens uh, where some little children were and had little children trying to put money in these little transgenders' draws or whatever. Man, that's, that's, that's straight-out pedophilia. That is straight out with y'all child abuse and every other damn kind of abuse, sexual abuse. Oh, by the way, since I'm saying that, I just seen some earlier that popped up, Tiffany Haddix. Now, it goes with, the, with, with Brother Orlando Brown. I'm going to hear bring Dave in. It goes right into – they hit one on your keypad, and there's two unknown callers on here. Hit uh, one on your keypad so I know which one you, brother. Um, Orlando Brown, the brother – okay, please. Orlando Brown was saying, and now Tiffany Haddix is being sued. Well, she was 14 at the time because uh, she had been molested by Tiffany Haddix. And they're saying kind of like Tiffany Haddix kind of set the thing up. But she's saying, what's her name? Ari Spears is the one who actually raped her, but kind of Tiffany Haddix set this little thing up. But now she's being sued. But Tiffany Haddix and her lawyers and things are saying uh, these are false allegations and uh, these people are just trying to get money out of her. But hey, I'm gonna tell you. You know, she's. I, I don't. I. I don't um, deny it. I mean, not deny it. I believe it. I believe it because she wanted to be in that goddamn line. Like, remember she started. Remember she started messing around with. There was a party she went to. One of them parties, like uh, uh, brother Cat Williams said, who was messing around who with Beyonce them. And this is the type of shit they do. And and they said that she told a young girl, the left fourteen year old girl. If you come to this party, like it was some kind of party where, and watch this. I, I, damn, I wish I had a stated and played it. I might can find it and try to play it some kind of way. Um, that the little girl was going to get a role in a, in a movie or something like that. And that's how she had lured her into a room with Aries Spears and her raping her. So her mother at the time was trying to sue her and bring her, you know, some stuff against her. Now the girl has grown, and now she's pursuing this lawsuit herself because it was just going on and on with the mother, and they were just trying to say she was she was lying and all of these type of things. So now the girl herself has now become into adult age. She's suing Tiffany Haddix. So, yeah, 
Uh, Shalom, Dave. Shalom. Come on in here, brother. Yeah, we're talking about man tonight, and I just want to throw some things in there, and I got a lot more, but becoming friends with the enemy for financial gain. We're seeing a lot of yes, down Shabbat in the Shabbat Shabbat Yes, sir. Shabbat Shabbat Shalom. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah. I'll load no. the clip up. No, I was just going to uh, say Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Israel, Adonai Lahaina, Adonai Khan, Baraka Adonai Lahaina, Malachi Long. I'd like to say Shabbat Shalom to everybody in Lions Live Radio, Coach Freedom Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry. Give uh, all honor, all glory to Yahweh, Barak Hashem. I would like to give thanks to this beautiful brother that's in the ministry with me, that's the Moray, the co-founder with me of Liberation Talent Ministries and Live Vibes Radio. I speak more than Moray, RBI, Israel. Uh, <clears throat> I'm glad you do a good job as always to open us up. So I think you're blessed for that. I'll pray to the Mosai. I would not. I'm to find the lines. Hey, Carla, we're going to come right at you. Let, 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 let day open up and I'm going to come right at you. So, Shabbat Shalom, 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 I'm glad you brought that up about Jesus eating Satan on the on the you know on the mountain. <clears throat> now, Psalm seventy three and twelve says, "Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world and increase in riches." So when we're talking about <clears throat> the riches that we see a lot of people have nowadays, especially in Hollywood. Now, I was talking to somebody earlier about this Tiffany Haddish thing. One of my family members, I was talking to mm-hmm. about Tiffany Haddish and every Spears thing. Have uh, you heard about now, it, too, brother? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, yes, something that I'm a I'm gonna put in y'all minds about this, regardless of what y'all want to say or not. When you're looking into how people enter into the music industry and the entertainment industry, the rituals that they have to go through, you know, I don't know if you seen the movie Eyes Wide Shut, but they showed them having sex with each other, men having sex with each other. Short women have sex with each other. <clears throat> now, uh, when you're dealing with, even with the religious community, their churches, something that we have to, we have to keep in mind, they're at fault too. The churches, they have their hands in the entertainment industry mm. as well as well as uh as well as the malls as well as anything else 
So when we're looking at all these big-time megachurch pastors, we look at these entertainers, they all go, come, go in and come in the same way. There ain't no difference. <clears throat> One's putting Jesus and Allah and Yahweh in the mix, but they do the same thing. Remember with Eddie Long? Even mm-hmm. though we don't know if that happened or not, but still, look who he surrounds himself, surrounds himself with. When we look at that Bill Cosby, same thing happened with him. <clears throat> now, that's happening with Eric Spears and Tiffany IDs. Now, I don't know these people personally, but I'm going to tell you this. I believe that something happened. I believe that if they didn't do it, then somebody else did it that they know. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you something. When we're looking at, at this whole situation, even with Chicago, and we talked about this plenty of times, mm-hmm. when we're looking at, now, Tim, now these, they say that the girl that her Harry Spears is with was under the age of 14 when this happened. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, something I want to bring up. <clears throat> we heard, <clears throat> now, you were talking about the gatekeepers of Black Boule, Sigma Pi Phi. Now, that's <clears throat> Prince Hall, <clears throat> the Black Greeks, the uh, the Black Boule, and some of these other organizations. Now, they are <clears throat> what you call gatekeepers for Negroes, like you said earlier. We have to also look at their bosses. Their bosses, <clears throat> see, black gatekeepers don't have no damn that much power. They answer mm-hmm. to Bohemian Grove in the Grand Lodge of England and the Knights, okay. Knights of Columbus and the Knights of Malta. Now, when we're looking at their bosses, we have to look at all the uh, missing little black girls. I don't know if y'all know this or not, but in the last year or so, there have been missing black women, plenty of missing black girls. They just randomly disappeared. And Chicago and Detroit have a high, uh, high missing, missing uh, children, especially little girls. High rating. Now, <clears throat> I say this: when we're looking at a lot of these girls that go missing, and a lot of these black ladies go missing, we have to ask ourselves. If they went missing, they can't find their body. We have to ask, are they using them for organ donors? Because when we're looking at the black boulet and the black ink, the ink well, and the people who, they are put, they are there to make sure black people go through with the experiments, vaccines. Uh, the Miss Evans boys back in the day, 
Now, they know that poor black people are some strong people. So they use the welfare system, the government, to exploit these low-income black black Americans. Now, let me get back into the Masons and the uh, Europeans and the Greeks. Now, something that we have to look at, when we're looking at at uh, the Planned Parenthood, Roe versus Wade, we got to ask ourselves, if there are a lot of people that just have the right to just kill their own babies, guess what? You don't think, what, did, what do they do with these unborn fetuses? I ask myself this. Yes, sir. Because we know, and we know that Honorable Elijah Mom talked about the 10%, the blood drinkers. We know about that. We see, you know, the first place that they were promoting the vaccine in was in the hood. Y'all notice that? Yes, sir. Y'all notice that? They they're they're putting all these Planned Parenthoods in black neighborhoods. You don't see them in no white neighborhood. Plasma centers too. Hey, what do they do with plasma? They drink the plasma. They use the plasma, sell the plasma to the rich white people and the rich people to do masking to stay alive and all of that. So when I look at these missing black girls and missing black ladies, and I look at this Tiffany Adich thing that's going on with her and every Spears, I say, I believe that more, more happened than just rape. I think that there was probably harvesting. There's probably more than just that little girl that's, that's out there that's supposed to be a grown woman now. I think it's more than just one. And, and oh, yeah. now, I don't know them, but I'm just saying, look look at their surroundings. Tiffany Adich is at, came out in Hollywood. She gives thanks to the white people who run Hollywood for putting her on. She says it all the time that the black Hollywood ain't really messed with it. And they don't. Tiffany Adich is not funny. You know, I, I can't think of not one funny thing she has said. So when we're looking at it, she has to return the favor. You ever heard about sacrificing blood, the signing your name in blood, taking an oath? When they when these people sacrifice, okay, if they can't have, if they can't do it to their own family, they gotta sacrifice somebody who who they just meet that they got to fall in love with. So the first person to pray on is the kids. Because we know the kids don't know left or right. So I'm going to tell you something. I think it's more than just that one little girl. I think that when you're looking at her surroundings, they they set this up. They was going to oh, say yeah. if she had opened her mouth, they would have sold her for them organs. 
Same thing with R. Kelly. You remember the Kanika Jenkins case where they found the the young sister in the freezer in Chicago at the hotel? Them them boys who she was friends with, they got paid to do that. Mm. They was going to black. They black marketed half of her body. That's what they kept out the media. They don't talk about what happened to her origins. That's why I try to tell you, you got this transgender thing, these white trannies with uterus transplant. Are, are they, you know, since they need uterus to so bad, where are they going to get the uterus from? No there other than go. the black lady. The Good black point. lady. And that's why when we look at this well, this black bootleg, we have to really watch out. Because I'm going to tell you something. I see black social workers, black doctors, which I have in my family. I'm going to tell you something. They, they set up some of these clinics in the black neighborhoods, and I'm going to tell you something. They treat their black patients like crap. I have been to a couple of black doctors. I only have two. There's only two good black doctors that I currently see now. But other than that, the rest of the black doctors out here, they don't do nothing but experiment on black people, you know. So I'm just gonna tell you, they get paid to get paid for that. And so with the Kanika Jenkins case, they need bodies. So they don't need anything that they can get their hands on, and they gonna use the black boule. That's what they gonna use. And I'm gonna tell you something. Some, yeah, yeah, some yeah, we got we to get this call in right fast. Uh, let, let me just put this up here before you come in. Why, why did Farrakhan get into Scientology? Scientology was uh, uh, experimenting with black people on the CEO. Go look this up. David Miskovich, whose wife went missing, which we ain't seen for over 30 years, he was he was doing the same thing that they was doing, and on the seal on the uh with the Kanika Jenkins and all them. Yep, he was doing the same thing, and they had a book that came out exposing that. And Katie Holmes, Tom Cruise by Katie Holmes, came out with it and said that they was experimenting with black women from other countries, and the CEO. So yeah. That that's mm. Farrakhan. Farrakhan led y'all to uh, uh, a house of slavery back to bondage, because that's all Scientology was, you know. So yeah. And, and, and right before we get to college, you said that too, because I, I, there was some brothers who did this show. Oh man, it was years ago when all of that had happened. But you, because we go throw it in right fast and we talk about becoming friends with the enemy for financial gains because they were saying that even with Farrakhan linked back linked up with Scientology at that time, he got so many millions of dollars for uh linking uh the nation of Islam up with Scientology. And you know, for everybody who supposedly took that di- uh what was it, Dianetics uh course, you know, you got to pay for those courses. So they said he got kickbacks off of that. Because remember he told his ministers that you can't hold no post if you don't take this Dianetics. 
So it was, you know, said through some people who was, um, and it was on this show. I'm trying to remember. I know it was Brother Ishmael Bay, and it was another sister. I can't think of her name. That was years ago. They came on doing something. I can't think of her name. It may be there. I couldn't think of her name even Let if you said it. She was light skinned, right? It might have been, brother. It was so many years ago when that first she time happened. She sold out, too. Because, brother, Eric, uh, so- you know, we kind of touched on it a little bit ourselves. Because, you know, Eric was part of the nation at that time. I don't really want to put you know, too much into that no more. But, yeah. So, uh, but so like I said, if he did, again, and you talk about what we're saying, man, becoming friends with the enemy for financial gain. But let me, th- let me, let me bring the caller right fast and see uh, what's going on. Let me see. Uh, okay, call it with, uh, well, we don't have an area code, so I can't call it area code. The peace to you. Welcome to uh, Coach Freedom Radio. Peace to you. Yeah, I'm your Huckleberry. Hey, Sun Ray, how are you? Solution. Solutions. There you go. Hey, how you doing? Hear from you in a while. Yes, sir. I'm doing fine. At your service. Yeah. I was going to ask yeah, them, because I was thinking about the other day, I was going to ask Dave, and I said, man, what was that brother name they called in this show? I said, I was going to ask him, what was your name? I forgot, but you, are, you just told it. Yeah, you guys, uh, you kind of, uh, uh, you come on at different times. So now today is Friday, but sometimes you're on Saturday, right? Is this is this your regular time, or do you have a, another time? No, sometimes we really hadn't been, you know, we had stopped for a minute. We had, we had paused it for a minute because we were working on our uh, ministry uh, podcast on another thing because you know we do the ministry thing on another um, podcasting app. So so we had kind of paused it for a minute on Culture Freedom and I'm um, sure. right here on Blog Talk. And then you know then we came back and we've been doing some Fridays. It's been a couple episodes we did Friday unless something had happened. Well, I couldn't make the Friday. I think we might have did one Sunday. I'm not sure, but we haven't really did a Saturday. We got a sister right. that does a show every Thursday now. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Both of you been trying yeah, to I heard you talking about wealth, and that's a uh, that's a. Now you use two terms. You talk about Lucifer, and and you know those. I'm pretty sure I've listened to you a little bit. You know those are two different. Uh, those are completely uh, different lifestyles. Lucifer versus Satan. Lucifer is light bearer, mm-hmm. one that was created as God created him. It talks about him having been created perfectly. And he was some sort of sung leader. He had a high position. I think he was a, you know, the angelic order. Uh, he was a uh, cherub. Um, you know, there are seraphims, archangels, and then cherubs. Mm-hmm. And he seemed to have been, uh, well, he was a very powerful angel. And he changed his nature when he chose to go against God. You read about this also in John Milton who copies it from the Bible, he kind of, you know, uh, takes poetic liberty uh, in Paradise Paradise Lost. And uh, so Satan is, is, is the rascal. That's the opposer, okay? And that's where the problem really comes in. But, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about this today, and I'll just be brief. I, you know, I, I, lo- I love increasing wealth, uh, you know, doing it appropriately, it's 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 not real easy 
to become a mega wealthy person. I was just thinking about that today, as I just mentioned. And, you know, sometimes a special gift at a special time will uh, land one riches. Uh, It's on a moving scale, as it were. But I think the best way is to prepare oneself. You know, it's better to shoot for an MBA than the NBA. And so uh, a Master's of Business Administration as as opposed to the NBA. And so uh, a lot of times, you know, the uh, artistic industry is very superficial. um, And so the people who run that industry can – they have tremendous power. And I don't know if you ever heard of this Morris the Cat, an alley cat that they made – Famous, you know, so they can, they have ways yeah. of making anyone famous that they want. But if one uh, educates themselves and, and prepares a skill, acquires a skill, excuse me, they have much more dominion over. Now, it may not be as profitable, and I think we have to learn to, you know, be, be reasonable in our wealth expectations. Because, you know, now there is a lot of money in the um, in the movie industry and in the entertainment industry, but that money can be very fleeting, just given the way it's acquired. Um, and there are, are a whole lot more bodies than there are successes. I, I mean, we often see the person when they're at the pinnacle of success, and certainly they want to present it that way. But we don't see oftentimes all the dead bodies of people who endeavored to breach that industry and were uh, woefully unsuccessful. Whereas if one acquires what I would call a legitimate skill uh, or occupation and or career, they have a much greater chance of, uh, you know, becoming successful and also being stable than the people in the entertainment industry. But those are just some of my thoughts, and I was looking at some of the Bible verses. Now, I've actually taught finances out of the Bible, and I think it's a great book to do so. Uh, Rick Warren wrote a book called The Purpose Driven Life. Uh, I think that along with many other books. I've recommended a number of books to you guys. Uh, The Millionaire Next Door, I think, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, The Richest Man in Babylon, Think and Grow Rich. I mean, there's just a whole panoply of of good reference self-help books in this area. But uh, I think it is a wonderful subject to discuss. Uh, I always wanted to be wealthy, and, of course, uh, studying wealth is a good start, and acquiring a a skill and ability, hone one's abilities, and the greater chance of success, I think, is presented, you know, in America. That's the reason you have so many people trying to get into America is because they realize that there's substance here. And so, anyway, that's just a few of my thoughts. Uh, this is a wonderful subject to kick around. And uh, yeah. I appreciate you for doing so. Yeah, and what we're not, we're, we're, and, and for the record, family, we're not saying that 
something wrong with you being wealthy or having wealth. That's not what we're talking about here. Now, notice the thing says becoming friends with the enemy, enemy for financial gain. That's the thing. It's like like they tell you, there's a way that you go about doing everything. Like I said, there's a wrong way and there's a, a right way. Like I said, again, I was talking about earlier, is getting your money the, the slow and old-fashioned way, as some people used to say, or you can go get it the fast way. And sometimes that fast way we know about it, man, going out here and get you a couple of kilos, and, uh, okay, you know, probably a couple of rocks and go out here and swing it. And, but then again, you're going to make that money, yeah, and you might live a little good lifestyle for a minute, but then as soon as that police is it, like, look, it's time to go and take them down. They're going to snatch you, take all that stuff that you, you acquired, snatch everything, lock you up for 40 and 50 years, and all then you'd be sitting in the penitentiary talking about, yeah, man, I was on the street. I was balling, bro. I was doing this. I was doing that. But now look where you at. Your family can't get none of that stuff because the feds don't took every last crumb you got. Now, here's somebody who did it, like I said, you know, the slow and probably old-fashioned way. They worked for it. They say they lit nickels, pennies, and dimes and got it. They scraped hard. They struggled. But they got it, and only person can take it from them is if they don't manage it right and probably don't pay their taxes because we live in the United States, y'all, whether we like paying taxes or not. You don't pay them taxes, then the IRS going to snatch your stuff. But you don't have to worry about no feds coming and get you. You ain't got to worry about, you know, somebody kicking your dough in because they want, they jealous of you because, you know, because uh, um, you got all the dope. They want your dope because they want that number one spot like you got. You don't have to worry about that. There's less looking over your shoulders you got to worry about. So we're just talking about the wrong way of getting things. And so many people taking that, that avenue, that, that, that road. And that's why I actually mentioned, even brought up, even going with Matthew, to give an example, because so many of our brothers and sisters who they're into the Gospels, they're into what they call Christianity and whatnot. That's why I gave y'all that and show you the example, which most churches don't even get into these days. They talk about they follow Jesus, but they don't even somehow even want to touch the Gospels. They go into everything Paul this, Paul that. But and by the way, I got a clip I got to play too. But um, so you even showed you the example, even when it says that he was tempted by all these worldly desires, and that's why. Okay, right fast. Let me go here because now here's my complete Jewish study Bible. Right, I'm gonna read this right fast. And it was talking about in, in the uh, now this is Paul, uh, Ephesians six and eleven. Now this read different from the King James. Because uh, I'm really not a King James person too much, y'all. But here we go. It says, uh, Paul says in uh, 6 and 11 through 12, he says, Use all the armor and weaponry that the Most High provides so that you will be able to stand against the deceptive tactics of the enemy. Now, the other, or the adversary, I'm sorry, or the adversary. Now, most Bibles, they would have the devil or Satan. And this is what, again, when we're talking about uh, in Hebrew, now I know I heard my brother uh, uh, was mentioned about Lucifer, Satan. But when we because we we studied in Hebrew, which most of these these Bibles try to draw from, we just we have the word Hashetan, and that only means it, it's not t- just talking about a a actual being or whether it could be a force. But we talk about an adverse force, an adversary. So this is what so even with this is. Based upon this is a messianic Bible what we talk about, but it's based upon the words. Still try to give it from the uh, Hebrew. Well, well, well can I just interrupt Greek. you for a minute? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, the adversary is a person, so 
you know, one, one, one of my it, it minors was, well, okay, yeah, one of my minors was English. So in context, it is a person. And so one just has to identify what the adversary is. And usually uh, the context will identify the adversary. Go on. Like, but like I said, that's why I stated earlier, even when I use the word enemy, most people will see this title, and, and what I was saying, even from a, you say you have a, because, you know, we used to be in the uh, black power community and whatnot, and when I see you becoming friends with the enemy, mostly they think about straight out, I'm talking about the AKA white man. But that's not necessarily when I'm talking about the enemy, I'm not just talking about not maybe saying that. Are we talking about the adverse force, what we call Satan? So adversary can be an individual. Like, I can be an adversary to you. I can try to stop your process and stop your progress. I mean, anything that you try to do, I can come as an adverse force to go against that. So adverse force can, can be an individual. But when we look in that scripture text, when we're talking about that. Now, I'm only going to see this is the difference between, again, when we're uh, from Christology, dealing with the, the doctrine of Christology and dealing with Israelite tradition. This is where this thing clash at, and this is what seemed to be a lot of the problems. Again, this is why I understand. I, I make sure I, I try to state this in my thing, sometimes jokingly, you know, for the, you know, conversation, but this is what I try to tell you. We are based upon Tanakh, the David and I, which you call misnomer called Old Testament. That's why I said misnomer. If anybody ever studied that and understood and, and studied anybody who studied Tanakh, you will understand why we said it. We'll go in scriptures and break that down to you and show there's no such thing as a a New Testament. And that's that's false. That's a false translation anyway. Because the testament actually supposed to have been because there was a covenant, a contract. There's no renewed contract with uh, anybody. Else. So, because they say some some even Bibles have it, and they say a renewed contract or a renewed covenant. So, okay, if you have a contract, if I got right. a contract, or just say me and David, we got a contract. We had an original contract just based upon me and him, and that contract right. somehow expired. And I today we need to update this contract. So we renew that contract. But I say now, that's just I'm renewing the contract or original agreement between me and him. So now <laughs> what they have lied to through the Christian church with Roman Catholics, I'm saying it based upon the Roman Catholic Church, and they lied and say we are under a new covenant, which they say a new testament. That's a lie because now. What they have this thing called replacement theology is Christianity said the Israelites are no longer under it. Everybody is under this new contract now because of the believing in the blood of Jesus. That's not a re, that's not a the renew that 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 if, if that contract were renewed because you go into they uh, help me out with this uh, Jeremiah they if, if we go into Jeremiah thirty one and thirty one you will see what that actually come from and they and they slick copied and pasted. And this is where we have to – y'all had to catch our Bible study classes when we go in. And a lot of things y'all read in the New Testament is copy and paste work. So right. what they've uh-huh. done in Hebrews and tell you that you are under a new covenant, but you read what it says. It says, I will re- I'll have a, re- a renewed covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It don't say any of no Gentiles, which would be the Greeks, the Romans, the Persians. 
uh, uh, no other people. Because what was it? Who was the contract originally with? So that was that's right. why we say I'm breaking down this. Trying hey. to, that's why there's a whole lie about there being a renewed covenant. That's why the whole testament is a mistranslation. It was a renewed, supposed to have been a renewed contract. That's why we say that's a lie. Hey. Right. Ahead, hey, well, let me throw this at you, if I if I may. I, I understand what you're saying, and I'm 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 pretty familiar with the Old Testament myself. I, I'm I'm really a son of Abraham. But look here, I I want to uh, I want to tell you uh, regarding the adversary. Most people's yeah, no, biggest adversary uh, will be themselves. Okay, there are That's outside true. adversaries. To make no mistake about it. But most people's adversary will be their ego and ignorance. So they that's will true. be their own biggest adversary. But that's not what we're yeah. saying, yeah. brother. That's not what we're we're not we're not we're not negating that part. That's why I said that's why I stated earlier, even in the show, adversary can be us. That's why I even said Right, right. That's what I'm saying. I'm just reinforcing that. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it <clears throat> but sometimes we can't take away from these spiritual forces that that we right. deal with. That's why Paul again said we wrestle not. I didn't get a chance to read. I'm gonna hear when that day come in. That's why he said we wrestle not with flesh and blood. But, with, but, with, but with, now with, this with, is with this is true. We are spiritual. Places. Human beings are spiritual. So they would count as as just as I mentioned. A lot of times, human up. beings are their greatest adversary. That is the person themselves. And just one other thing. And I understand what you're saying about the tech technic techniques of the covenant mm-hmm. but also in terms of how to be wealthy they don't teach this in school see they teach people how to be employees they don't teach people the primary uh goal of getting wealth and maintaining wealth for themselves because they're two different things acquiring wealth and maintaining wealth they're, they're, they're separate and they have to be managed but go on mm-hmm. go ahead Dave. don't come back and finish uh a fees and go ahead Dave. No, so what I was going to say is, even with when uh, Jesus had uh, took, when you were saying earlier, Jesus had uh, talked to the devil on the mountain. Okay, now, Jesus met the devil on the mountain. Now, so-called prophet Muhammad, you know, and I heard you uh, trying to get the scriptures out earlier with that, I'm talking to the devil. Uh, Shaitan, Surah 14, verse 22. Here's the scripture of Moriarty. Well, anybody that caught that, he was talking about that earlier, about uh, Muhammad with the devil. That's Surah 14 uh, and 22. Uh, now, even when you're looking at it, now, there's something that I noticed even with Jesus meeting the devil up. Devil and talk about the devil. Now, do you know Eve, when she had something the guidance of the serpent, even then, they disguised the serpent as a snake. Now, when we're looking at it, we really get into, you know, a lot of this, a lot of this metaphorically speaking, solutions. So, when we're talking about, you know, the, the devil, and even from a New Testament standpoint, like this, this the thing that 
we have gotten gotten away with for so long because of how we I guess a lot of our people raised up under dumb Andy Baptist churches. Now, when they looking at the snake in the garden, what they don't realize is that's an idiot. That's an idiom and a metaphor. Now, Go ahead, Dave. That's, that's an idiom and a metaphor. You know, even, even, when, even when you, you know, getting into the devil, come on now. If there wasn't no white people at that time, who was the devil? We were screwing our own stuff up. So that's why when you, when I'm glad he brought up about the uh we were talking about the brulee earlier. Because when we're looking at the brulee, okay, now, they believe in a lot of this stuff. Half your pastor is brulee. Now, we, now, when we're getting into the devil, now, I remember uh, your old teacher, your child ain't black devil. Now, in that book, I remember, because I've read a little bit of it, I think you sent me, it to me on the PDF, and I skipped through it. Dr. York was going into, you know, black people training, you know, up these so-called Europeans to do this job. And when I saw that, I was like, huh, that's interesting. You know, now, if we train these Europeans to be the devil. What does that make up? And then I started to look at the, the, the apostle Paul and how we worship him. But then Paul, he was a Roman himself. And he was telling people to do devilish stuff too. So that's why I say when we're looking at this Old Testament, Yah ain't never tell us to go do nothing wrong. But when we look at New Testament, Jesus was misleading people all the time. You know, Paul was misleading people all the time. So when we're looking at these books, we have to, like I said, like Moriarty said, we have to get out of, we have to get out of, you know, you, like you were saying, solution. You would say you got a, a, a degree in English. Come on now. A degree you study English, that don't mean nothing. By studying English, we've gone backwards and you really want to be honest with you. So by the way we uh, break down stuff, we go to a uh, concordance. And I don't know if you got yours on you, but I got mine on the phone. And I'm going to tell you something, a lot of these words, like you were saying, with the adversaries, and, and the devil and all that, I'm, I'm going to tell you some solution. Uh, until you come to us with the actual breakdown of adversary and devil and all that, uh, translated, you know, within the Hebrew language, I don't want to hear that. Because I'm going to tell you some English messed us up. I'm saying the English really messed us up if you really want to get that. You know, ain't nothing good about no damn English. Hell, even when, when we were talking about King James Version earlier, I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. something. I, 
I was teaching a lot of our people, because when we have people listening to the program, a lot of people don't understand this, the Tanakh. So when, when the Tanakh, it translates different. Even when we translate into it, the English version, it still translates different. So that's why I say, you know, I was going with the King James version for a long time. But I'm saying, so I had to lay off that because it was English. I I had found myself laying off of because of the English. I'm I'm gonna tell you something. We have people thinking that snakes can talk. <laughs> you know, when it gets when it gets to that point, I don't need. I, you know what? I don't even need to even read that. I don't even want to read that 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 language. Hell, I'm going to tell you something. Take this gay. Now, we might say gay means uh, a dude that has sex with another dude. You know gay, if you really translate what gay means, gay means happy. You know, if you get paid, uh, if a person gets paid, you you won't call him gay because he happy to get paid. You mm. know? That that's why that's why I say solution, and I know this ain't the, the night to go through all of that, but I'm gonna just clear that up and say, you know, that NBA in English that you got, you might need to throw that in the trash when you come over here, because I'm gonna <laughs> say right now, I'm gonna say right now, I'm I'm actually mad at some of these Bibles that I see. I'm actually mad at a lot of these Bibles. Even though I use them now, I teach out on sometimes people. I, I'm telling you something. Hey, you, you hear my last couple of sermons. I've been voting out the damn tonight. I don't lay it because it, it, it ain't right. The, the English no, king thing, it ain't right. It ain't right. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something. Even when you're looking at law, do you know, okay, law, we might say you got to follow the law. In English, ask yourself what law means in English. You know, it, it, people going to say law is something you need to follow in English, rules and guidelines. Now, if we translate law in, in, in Hebrew, I'm going to say, I've got my coordinates on my phone, uh, Break it down, Nick. Hey, I, I want to respond to this guy. I wasn't going to respond to him initially, but since he, he, he has a fat lip, I'm going to respond to some of the things he says when he finishes bloviating. Okay. So, right here, <laughs> he got a fat uh, lip. law. Hey, that's some shit. But, uh, so, so right in. He is in, okay, Torah and, and transliteration, the pronunciation is Torah, Torah. Now, mm-hmm. the definition in English would be law. Now, in Hebrew, it would translate the teachings, and we want to get it. So, teachings versus law. You know, so when we're looking at teachers, teachers 
uh, when you go to school, your teacher teach you. They teach you by you learn from teacher. Mm-hmm. Now, now when we go to the law, let's look up what the law. Let's look up law in uh, Hebrew. Okay, law. Now, in 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 the law, right here, it says get Torah. Um, it says the It says from a precept or a statute, especially the Delegate or Pentateuch. Now they call the first five books the Pentateuch. Now that that's the trans. Now when we go into translate that teaches and Torah have, is pretty much the same thing. But teaches is the English is the English word and law is the English word. But when we look at the teachings in Hebrew, that's just the damn law. That's just what we follow. That's just rules and guidelines. Because school in, in, in Hebrew is, uh, it, if you want to really know, teaching and learning comes from the Hebrew word shul. Shul is, is which is, in which is school. You know, that's how we really spoke to say school, the Hebrew shul. So that's why I say for this, you know, I, 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 I can't, I can't, I, it's confusing with the English. I look at it, I'm looking at it from two different things. It pretty much means two different things. So the law, the teaching is supposed to be the shoe. And even with when you're looking at bath, the house. Now, in Hebrew, uh, house is bayah, means which is what you call, get the word bath, bath, like bath fell from. So do you know that uh, the shoe could be the house? The house was the place to learn, okay? So like I said, man, you have so many different definitions when you're going into the English versus the Hebrew. And like I said, that's all I'm going to go there with you is, you know, we got to come up out of that English. We got all that yeah. all you went to school for English. Man, English is 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 it ain't good. It ain't did nothing good for us. Hey, I'm saying I found myself having to back out of the the English English book. Now, a lot of yeah. Webster's, Mary Webster dictionary that messed us up. So yeah, go ahead, because yeah. you you in order for you to come at us. You gotta go through the Hebrew, bro, because English don't make no sense. It took me a dog. Yeah, and and I'm gonna let the solution go here, but only only, only thing we saying too, solution. See, this is what this is why I kind of said most people, because we we under Christianity. Christianity, like if you're dealing with the so-called New Testament and old, you're basically coming being taught. Most of our people, I'm gonna say like that, we're taught a lot of Christology. If you believe in the Jesus thing, and you believe Jesus died for your sin and all of this, I mean, that's your prerogative, but 
That's not a that's not a true Israelite thing. They know the Bible teach against that. Tanakh teach against that. Torah teach against that. So that's so that whole thing about that, that going together the whole New Testament. That's 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 a lie. But again, but the point is that a lot of things that people are being taught this teaching called what they call Christology. I was a Christian pastor, minister. I was ordained as a Christian minister. I was taught all of this bull jive. I was taught this. So I know damn firsthand what I'm talking about. I got certificates out there, what they say, out the frame over there. Well, I took these classes. I took these courses. I, I took this. I've studied. I was ordained as it. So I know what they teach. So, but the teaching now, and I, and I, and I, and I was like, you like, damn, you're reading it. Damn, you're reading the same book. But, but you're reading it from the understanding that they're giving you from Christianity. Like they'll make you think, they'll take something out of the book of Isaiah or something and make you think, a verse, and make you think they was talking about Jesus when it had nothing to do with so-called Jesus. Like the famous one I'm talking about, Isaiah 7 and 14. And a King, King James, as David was talking about a King James, that a virgin will have a child. A virgin will have a child. When you get into the Hebrew, that says nothing about a virgin. A woman, it says nothing about, and I did a video on it on our YouTube channel showing y'all that, where you can see it, that has nothing to do with a woman who never had sex. That in Hebrew is what they might call ama. See, this is how they played the game to try to make this story, give it some validity in, in, in Matthew. That word ama was talking about a young woman. And that child that actually 14 is talking about, Isaiah 7 and 14 is actually talking about, that's talking about King Hezekiah, for a matter of fact. That has nothing to do with no damn Jesus. See, this is what I'm saying again. See, we, we don't know this. This is, this, is, this is the best kept secret. This is one of the best kept secrets among so-called blacks in America. We don't know because, number one, we got a couple of things happening. They don't want us to know one thing that we not. I ain't gonna say all of us in America. I'm not gonna go there, but a lot of us. We were the true children of Israel. Well, I'm gonna say black people were the true children of Israel. Still in Africa, they recognizing who they are. They are the true children of Israel and holding on to the tendon of of of, of what their ancestors, or parents, taught from the Torah thousands of years ago. But now we have people calling Jews. If y'all really want to know, and we go into that on our classes. That when you get into so-called New Testament, and when you start reading the word Jews, you're talking about these are Europeans. Those are Europeans in that New Testament who was what they call apostolized and took on our culture and took on our ways. Like the Moors said, they went into Spain and they cleaned them up. They taught them a lot of things. Same thing with the Israelites done. They learned our ways. Look at the history about the Khazarians. Study the history about the Khazars, how they became Khazars, Jews, as they say Jews. They converted, as they say, converted to that way of life. They, so they know it. That's why I say it time and time again. That's why they don't call themselves Israelites. They call themselves Israelis because they know they are not the true Israelites. Well, we might say in another language, we might, because we know that's English anyway, Israel or Israelis and but, you know, we might summon and say the paleo, yasha Allah, uh, yasha all. And some of this we use in English. But this is why, brothers and sisters, it's really imperative that y'all get and start 
learning a lot of stuff, going back to even dealing with this Bible, get into the Hebrew. I remember Dr. York said that, remember years, because I was in Wabi, he used to teach us that. If you want to understand the Bible, especially like what he called the Old Testament, you need to learn some Hebrew. Understand it from his original ter- uh, text, because if you want to get into the New Testament, you have to go to the Greek, because it was written in Greek. And this is the part of going back to um, Isaiah, Isaiah 7 and 14, because the word Amma, which would mean just a young woman of marital age in, 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 in the Hebrew, but when they took it and translated it into the Greek, they give you the word Prognos. They give you the word prognos, which our brother Natural Tahuti and, 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 and Polite and all of them was teaching in the conscious community talking about prognogenesis. They get that word prognos or prognogenesis from the Greek, and it means a virgin. This is why they inserted it, but if you're going to copy and paste something from Isaiah seven fourteen from the Hebrew, <coughs> excuse me, you need to translate it. Well, give it as it really is. So if I read in the Hebrew text where it says a young woman of marriageable age, and then I take it over here and I insert it in Matthew 1 and 23, I have to say Mary was a woman of mar- a young woman of marriageable age. I can't say she was a woman who never had sex because I'm, that's not the prophecy. Because you said the prophecy had to be fulfilled. Well, damn it, why don't it say a young woman from uh, 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 a young woman of marriageable age? Why did they change it to say a woman who never had sex? You're not properly translating it. You plan or, or something. Either you didn't know how to translate it properly, or you plan a charaded bull crap game to bring on this false entity, this false deity, and that's another whole subject. We ain't gonna get into that tonight. But I, I did want to get into some I, I did got I got to play this clip, y'all. I'm sorry. I got to play this because I had two I want to play. And and cause this is a brother. I I like this brother. And I, I said I'm gonna listen to but I got to play this because I got to because I got to give a critic. I know we've been talking about the church. But this brother right here, I like this pastor. I never I've seen it before, but I never really listened to it. This brother named Pastor uh, uh, Patrick uh, uh, Wooten. He's somewhere I think he's in a church in uh, Charlotte, Charlotte via Anyway, he was churching God in Christ, and he did a video. It was a video that's going on a song that Beyonce had called "Church Girl." Ooh man, raunchy, raunchy, raunchy. Now I'm not a church member. I don't go to church. And even if you look at the word church, brothers and sisters, the word church only means assembly, right? Like even the word synagogue only means assembly, right? So let's get that clear. So we say we're going to church. We so and so, so and so. You mean you're going to assembly? But Beyonce had a song called "Church Girl," and she sampled a song uh, from from one of the Clark sisters in that. And and what they would even say that's disrespectful because she sampled this gospel song, and I'm not gonna play her song. Uh, I, I I didn't know nothing about it. I listened to it and I was like, whoa. Uh, bag it up like a thotty. You saying church girl? Bag it up like a thotty. Throw it like a thotty. Back it. Just all kind of just once you throw that ass, you know, church girl. It's like. Church women, you know, we do know some that's out there. It, it, it's, it was just the thing basically disrespectful. Well, we know Beyonce ain't nothing but a damn witch anyway, but they don't give a damn. Uh, we already know what she's into this. 
coat and all of this other bullshit. So it's it's known that uh, that she will. Uh, it's known for them to disrespect the Most High. You know, some people say the Antichrist, but it's known for them to do things to disrespect the Most. Because everything that these, well, we might say the adversary or the, um, I'm just gonna use the word adversary, will do is to go against or reverse anything. Like Alistair Crawley even had in his book, Mortals and Dogmas. He said the, the, the reverse name of Yahweh is Satan. So they do everything in reverse. They try to reverse and go against everything that the Most High put into play. This is what they do. That's why Alistair Crawley, the Most High, give you choices. You can either follow these instructions, these teachers and instructions. That's, again, what they, they mistranslate, as my brother was saying, they mistranslate the word law, and it actually goes into the word Torah, meaning teaching and instruction, not law, but teaching and instruction. This is what, and this is what my brother was talking about. And then when y'all get into some of these newer Bibles, some of these damn camps, see, they're teaching this predicated off this Protestant Bible called a King James Bible. And they'll tell y'all don't study no other Bible because, see, their doctrine is saturated. See, their they Bible is fixed off the King James Version. It is. Now, they're supposed to be Hebrews, but they studied the word Lord and all of this, which is a pagan name, dealing going back to the word Baal. And they stay in the King James Version because they, if, they, if they get out of the King James Version, their doctrine fall apart. It's like, the Catholic, it's like the Christian church. If you get rid of Jesus died for your sin, if you take that away, Jesus died for your sin and rose on the third day, there would be no Christianity. That's the heart of Christianity. There will be no such thing as Christianity. That's the heart of Christianity. Yeah. But they teach you that Jesus kept Torah. You know, but anyway, let me let me play Pastor Wooten. and he going into this thing about Beyonce. And I agree with this brother how he's saying, well, we're seeing all of these things happening. And he even talking about how the church, the church now, we're gonna, I'm, I'm going to agree with him. Because he's talking to his people when he said a church. Now, we as Hebrews, we don't call ourselves churches, but Ellen. But he's talking about how the church is being silent and even in agreement with a lot of this, what we call satanic, this Luciferian doctrine that's going on. Because a lot of them, as right. Chief was talking about earlier, the Clark sister was most, I, I used to love them, Mary, Mary, them, uh, Kurt Franklin, them, they still in the same demonic goddamn industry, just like the, uh, uh, whether it's uh, uh, Nicki Minaj, uh, 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 whatever her yeah. name, Cardi B, they all under the same demonic goddamn labels. So they getting royalties and paychecks, and it's sad that they will stand up and, 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 and give you know, a, a pat on the back, well, go ahead, a pass for Beyonce disrespecting the church. You ain't going to disrespect the Israelites. We're going to come into, I mean, because you're, you're not really disrespecting us, but you're disrespecting the Most High and what he brings. So we're going to defend that. It's like Islam. I tell you what, go and mess with Islam. Ask Simon Rushdie, no. the guy named hey, Simon Rushdie, who wrote a book called Satanic Forces. Ask him. I mean, now he wrote a book yep. called Satanic Verses. Ask him. He's been having a hit on his ass for a long time. Somebody tried to kill him. They damn near got him uh, about two or three weeks ago. Ask him. You don't fuck with Islam. Draw a picture of Muhammad if you want to. We ain't talking about Elijah Muhammad, but Prophet Muhammad. But see, Christians, now understand, I got to say this. See, and even though I'm not a Christian, what they call a Christian supposed to be the one who follows the teaching examples of what they call Jesus or Christ, which I don't even understand that word, Mashiach or Messiah. Y'all don't even understand that word. See, that's another thing, Christians, y'all got to understand. Y'all got to come on asking Hebrews what this stuff is because that's where your stuff draws from. 
But anyway, let me try to hear up. Um, damn, I forgot where I was going. But anyway, so you got to understand what the word Christ was. So Christians, the number one majority, that's where I was going. Y'all are number one majority in this country because they say this country is so-called a Judaic Christian society. Basically, it's like Jews and Christianity-based society. So y'all the number one people in this society. Every hospital you go to down there is a Christian hospital ran by some kind of Christian. Despite the denomination, despite the denomination, they run under the banner of Christianity, right? So y'all the, 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 the shot callers in this country. Most people believe, if you ask them, what do they believe? Even some of them rappers who who's selling out and all of this shit, you would see them with a cross on. And you ask them, what do you believe in? Kanye, like I said, that's why I was talking about Kanye West Philly. He said he's a Christian. You ask a lot of them, what, what, what is your religious belief? Or what is your spiritual belief? They're going to say a Christian. So, again, why is, if y'all supposed to be, Christianity is supposed to be the creme de la creme, why are y'all so goddamn, these churches are so silent on a lot of issues that's happening? Why are you so silent? Even with homosexuality, y'all, you can't just say it when lying said that was in a, that's, that's, that's the Old Testament. That's a damn lie because even Paul, even old Shaul says it in Romans. He talk about being, uh, as, as King James may say, being given over to a reprobate mind, changing the nature of a woman sleeping with a woman, a man sleeping with a man. Paul teach this. He said, Paul teach this. Y'all talking about the kingdom. Paul said, now, nah, I didn't say it. Paul said it. Don't blame me. Don't blame uh, Moray David Israel. Paul said that a man, according to Christianity now, he said that a man cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven if he's even defeminate, if he's even got left feminine to him. Paul said he can't even, he ain't even had to sleep with no goddamn body. Paul said, if, look, look, if the dude had a little sugar in his tank, he can't inherit the kingdom of heaven. I ain't said. I ain't said. But why is the church so damn silent now with all this stuff? Where y'all at? Where the hell y'all at? But y'all getting mad at the Israelites on the corners. Y'all getting mad at the Israelites on the YouTube who bring this stuff out. Huh? Y'all getting mad at us. Y'all ain't no damn Israelite. Y'all ain't cheating to God. Y'all's a damn hate group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Y'all call us hate groups because y'all hate us teaching these truths that we're teaching. See, the gig is up. Malcolm told y'all the gig is up. Shorty, the gig is up. No, Shorty told Malcolm. The gig is up. The gig is up. We don't let these Europeans, like, um, Constantine them lie for too goddamn long. If y'all even look up the word Sunday in a Bible dictionary... Let me get it right here. I don't want, I don't want to get chopped sitting on top of my head. I got to play this clip to y'all. Hell, I'm damn near preaching. It ain't even Sunday yet, y'all. I'm going back to my – I told y'all I'm going back to my Christianity today. Uh, uh, but but you even look up the word Sunday because brothers be asking them. He be going – I see these the brothers in uh, the purple and gold, Israel United in Christ. They go to these churches, and they be asking them pastors. If the Bible teaches us, and even so-called Jesus, as they say, Jesus, Yeshua, if he kept the Shabbat, which you read in the Gospels, if he's supposed to keep the Shabbat, which is supposed to be like what we into now, into sundown tomorrow, right? The Sabbath day, a day of rest. If he's supposed to keep it, when you read it in those Gospels, right? Now, Paul might not too much teach on it, but if he kept it, why in the hell, how in the hell did y'all change it to Sunday? The day of the sun, the day of the sun. Oh, and it so happened y'all be saying, have these, these pictures with Jesus with halos around his head. What's that all about? 
But anyway, that's Constantine. But here, let's just going to show y'all what these Romans done, which a lot of y'all are following. Damn, I turned off the page. Let me give y'all this right fast. Yeah, my page flipped off. Let me give y'all this. Now, this is a, a Bible dictionary. Just look it up, brother. This is on any, probably any Bible dictionary. But here's one right fast. It says the word Sunday or the Lord's Day, name and day. This is name and change of day. It says Sunday is the first day of the week. Wait a minute. Hold up. It said the Shabbat means day. Let me ask you one quick word, bro. What does what does Shabbat mean, brother? Well, how many days is Shabbat? And we count Shabbat. What's that? It's the seventh day of the week. And, Number and seven. It's supposed to be the seventh. Seven means completion. Oh, number seven. Number seven. Oh. It's the seventh day. Yeah. Okay. And then, okay, so we understand, too, brothers and sisters, that Shabbat, I'm going to finish reading, but Shabbat, it, it wasn't just, to be honest, it just wasn't for Israelites because why I say it wasn't for Israelites? Because it was started off in the book, when you read the book of Genesis, it already talked about Shabbat before there was a, anybody called Jacob or Yaakov or Israel. It was already talking about Shabbat, keep the Shabbat and keep it holy. It was already talked about that before the 12 tribes of Israel. Yeah. So, but anyway, so... It says Sunday is the first day of the week because why? We even go to bar, bar the sheep and we'll understand because when it's talked about let there be light, you understand why it says Sunday or the day of the sun, right? But anyway, uh, it says adopted by the first Christians from the Roman calendar, which is the Latin word diasolus, meaning the day of the sun. So what did I say wrong when I say Sunday is the day of the sun? I didn't say nothing wrong, did I? Okay, because after Sunday, the second day is the second day of the week is what? The second day is Moon Day, which y'all call Monday, which they just took out a O. It's the second because what was what was created first? It says the Most High He created. I created light first. Then it what? Then we got after the light. We have you know after the light. You know we got the other light, the lesser light, which is the moon. See, y'all, y'all don't see that what's going on? Y'all, bad Christian church ain't teaching y'all this. Y'all better take it. Y'all, y'all better get y'all goddamn money back. Y'all ain't even get your money back. But here it go right fast. <laughs> this is the day of the sun because it was dedicated to the worship of the sun. So who you really worshiping on on Sunday? What, 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 what's the brother name? What they say, man? Who you with? Who you with? So when they teaching you that you're giving praise to the son of God, which is Jesus with that halo around his head that looked like a sun. You look at them pictures, which is Constantine them put up there. Who they got y'all really goddamn worshiping? They got you still That's like Kimmy. What you said, brother? Brother just said Ra. We said Shemaz. They got y'all worshiping sun deities. That's why they moved it because of Constantine. Them Romans did this, not the rich Israelites. These Romans did it. Let me let me have her finish this. It says the Christians reinterpret the heathen name as applying 
the son of righteousness, which is Malachi 4 and 2. When you read Malachi 4 and 2, it says that the Lord will come with healing in his wings. The son of righteousness will come in healing in his wings. Now, y'all can say, well, the son of righteousness in Malachi 4 and 2 was talking about Jesus. No, hell no. Because, again, we're going to speak English. The word right there, son of righteousness, is spelled S-U-N. It ain't spelled S-O-N. So you said Jesus was the son of God, damn it. Why didn't it, why was it not spelled in English S-O-N instead of S-U-N? Come on, y'all. Well, y'all better get, boy, y'all better, you better stop letting these goddamn folk fool, y'all. Better stop letting these, let me, let me play this clip, man. We're going to, Dave, we're going to, man, goddamn. Let's play this right fast, brothers and sisters. Well, we're witnessing the divide. We're, we're seeing the church literally being pulled apart. You can tell by the arguments online that many believers do not have a biblical worldview. If they had a biblical worldview, everybody would be saying, it would be a boring thing about what Beyonce did because everybody would be saying how wrong it was. Now there are those who named the name of Christ who would try to find right in that. A cussing, filthy, ungodly, raunchy, oh, oh, you can't even call it a song. The worst thing ever. But there are people who argue for that. Now, our our position is not that she don't have free speech, because she does. Um, I can't really boycott her music, because I've never bought anything by her. She She never even made anything with me in mind. Nor has she made anything with you in mind. Now, you might have been in her mind and she got in your purse, but you were not her targeted audience. Mm-mm. Her audience is the world. Not a little church girl. Now, if the church girl becomes a part of her, her audience, then that's a bonus. But based on the way they sing, you know, Call the girl female dogs. That's not a church. That's not directed, targeted to a sanctified audience. Now, if you're sanctified and you consume that, what's up with you? Praise the Lord. Praise Him. Praise the Lord. See? And what has happened is, and and I'm not, it's not for me to say who's saved and who's not. I can't speak to anybody's heart. But you, you, you can tell whether a person has a biblical worldview or not. A biblical worldview, also called a Christian worldview, is built on the framework of ideas and beliefs through which a Christian individual or group interpret the world and interacts with the world, our worldview shapes the physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual dimensions of our lives. A biblical worldview is based on the infallible Word of God when you believe the Bible is entirely true. And not only entirely true, but entirely accurate. When you, are, when you allow it to be the foundation 
of everything you say and everything you do. That's a biblical worldview. The Bible is the foundation to everything we say. All right. I'm going to play this last one right fast. This is quick. Now, this is, I like this pastor here. That isn't, that's really not the clip I want. I want him ready to go in because he was talking about some other stuff. That, that's not the one I couldn't find. But he was talking about how the Christian did. That was like 18 minutes, the original one I wanted, but I know we had time. But this one here, because he was talking about how the Christian church has been silent. And we do know that we said back in the days, the old school churches back in the day, right, you know, they were very – uh, vocal about things that was happening uh, in the community. You know, they, they, they were there. Anything, like I said, you know, when we look at all this crime that's going on, who do they have as basically mediators to mediate? Uh, remember this movie, I can't think, Original Gangster. The movie Original Gangster, uh, I think what was the dude's name, Paul Whitfield, and who played Dr. King. I like that movie when he played Dr. King. I remember that uh, movie. Yes, sir. I remember that and he, it, it, had Ron, it had uh, Ron O'Neill in it. Yes, sir. Yeah, one of them uh, old players, and, and they were trying to fight in the city. Yeah, yes, I sir. remember that Pam book Grill, with Jim trying Brown. to fight against them gangsters. Yes, sir. But look, notice to me, the pastor, when they tried to have a agreement with the citizens and the regular citizens of the town and the, and, and the gangbangers of that time, they had the pastor as the mediator, right, to, you know, be the judge between stuff and the go-between. And we did have things such as that. Now we don't have these pastors too much getting involved in the community. We don't see them when it, when a lot of this crime is happening. You do have some. Now, we're not going to put it as none of them. We're not going to, I'm not going to throw it out there and say nobody's not doing something. We do have some. But we should have more because every damn corner you turn on, there's five or six churches on a corner, and, and especially in the black community. There's a man, there's a church you won't probably even, you probably didn't even realize it was a church. You thought it was just a damn house, but there's a church. And but that the crime rate around all of these these churches are off the Richter scale, off the Richter scale. Why? Somebody ain't doing their job. Somebody just coming in the neighborhood collecting tithes and offerings and getting the hell up out of there and going into a gated community somewhere, or they just scared to hell to stand on trying to teach our brothers and sisters some righteousness somewhere. They're scared to offend the people. They're scared to do their job. Now, they talk about how Christ, hey, you know, or as they say, go ahead. Hey, oh, yeah. Hey, sorry you, but you know, you just say church on every corner. Now, you know, in VA, some of the, the largest meet in churches now. No, right? A lot no, of them no. larges are losing their buildings, and a lot of larges are meeting in these churches. I'm telling yes, you, sir. I have a buddy. I have a buddy who's a good friend of mine, even though he's in the church. He's in the church. He was telling me that there's a lodge that have lodge meetings in his church. And I'm like, what the I hell? Mean. Yeah. This is it. So yeah. Nah. This is it. We believe it, brother. And 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 the thing here is, uh, going back, 
Now, we, we brothers and sisters can go out and teach every day who those who are Christians. And we're not trying to beat you up. We're trying to lift you up and trying to think, yeah, if you're going to believe this now, because we know it's hard to take you all away from that, but if you're going to believe it, you better stand on it. You better stand on it because you say you do. Because when Israel, when we're trying to teach y'all what the scriptures really say, y'all don't want to hear that. So if you're going to believe in this right here, you need to stand on it. You need to show us what you got because there's a thing called replacement theology, which we ain't got time to get into. Y'all think y'all the number one. Y'all think God have got rid of, the most high have gotten rid of Israel, and they're dealing with y'all now, what y'all call Gentiles or y'all Christians. Y'all think he ain't dealing with Israel no more. So y'all supposed to be leading the way as, as a lot of this stuff is teaching. Look up replacement theology. So, but anyway, if you believe and want to teach that Jesus died and laid down his, his life for you, for you. But there's a, there's a verse in one of them Gospels, can't remember off the top of my head, where he said that you, now according to what was written from that person who wrote it. Now, because you know these Gospels, it says the Gospels according to so-and-so, so-and-so. So according to whatever Gospel they were off the top of my head, uh, I mean, that I can't quote off the top of my dome, but y'all are finding, y'all are know. It says that you will be able to do, I would say it's in Matthew, somewhere in Matthew, that you will be able, because he was talking to the disciples, and he's even talking to y'all, because you still read it and supposed to live by it, right? Because you say you follow his teachings and examples. Say so you will be able to do greater works than him. So why are you so damn silent? If he told his disciples, which he's actually supposed to be talking to you as a follower, why are you so silent? Why are you not working? So why are you, and I'm not telling nobody to be like Islam. That's not what we're saying. Be no damn martyr. Go out here and blow your damn self up or deliberately go out here and get yourself killed. But you say that he laid his life down for you. Because even Matthew says, Matthew uh, 1, we talk about that Matthew 1 and 22 and 23, where it said that he came to save his people. Save them for what? from the sins. That's why we uh, we read in Isaiah uh, uh, 58, we're told as Israel, it says, cry aloud. Cry aloud. Spare not. Lift up your force like a safar, or it says in the trumpet in English. So you can, you know, uh, for the children of Israel in the house of Jacob, so you can make known to them basically they sin. I ain't calling it off the top of the head, but so you can make known to them they sin. Save them from they sin. So why are you Christians so damn scared that you supposed to be following Jesus and say he died for you? What the hell? You ain't laying down, not really laying down your life, but not being scared, laying down, not being scared, not being punctified. They say because you should be persecuted for righteous names sake. So why are you scared to be persecuted for teaching the damn truth? You scared. You scared you're going to lose your little funk ass 501c3. You scared you're going to lose your little funk ass world of benefits that the world trying to offer you. You're scared to lose it, but you say we stand on the teachings of Christ. Well, damn, what, what, how are you standing on the words of Jesus? All you want to do is say, take, like I said, put that responsibility on, on, on somebody else and say, he died for me. He died for me. Well, when the, ooh, I almost cussed y'all. But how are you not standing on nothing and you ain't laying down your life? Not physically, like I said, trying to do like Islam, y'all. I'm not teaching you to go and get yourself killed. But we mean just laying down your life like, like people like Martin Luther King, people who have been freedom fighters for fighting for us to have our rights, for us to be able to even, even what we're doing here tonight, 
for us to be able to voice our opinions or whatever, people laid down their they, – they literally laid down their life for us to do it. See, that's what the whole thing about a martial is to free our people. So why in the hell y'all so goddamn scared? Oh, oh, Judas ain't the only one, Dave. Judas wasn't the only one, Dave, who got 30 pieces of silver, my brother. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Judas wasn't the only one who took that 30 pieces of silver, brother. They still taking 30 pieces of silver, brother. They still taking it to this very goddog day. This is why people, man, they don't voice their opinions. When these people, like, again, they're teaching all of this bringing tra- uh, uh, transgender stuff to children in elementary schools. They're teaching young children how to do oral sex, anal sex, and they, they, they don't even know how to color inside the damn line in a coloring book all the way. But you want to teach them how to give somebody oral sex. And who are you teaching them how to give oral sex to? It ain't another child. It's a grown, perverted-ass man or a goddamn woman that they're trying to teach them. So when somebody, one of these perverted bastards come to her, they want to like, they think it's okay because they have been taught this stuff in public schools and public education. So we said, well, damn, they taught us this as a curriculum, so I guess it's okay. But we're silent. Yeah, we know we're going to get pushed back because they don't want us to tell this. Because what they say, the adversary want to do things in reverse. So we don't. We know they don't want us to tell this. But God damn it, we got to stand up and tell it, man. We can't be goddamn scared, punctified, sissified, as Khalid Abdul Muhammad said. Change don't come because you just sitting there fucking complaining. You got to stand up and fuck. We would never have been free as a people just by them saying, sitting there saying, man, I sure wish the white man free us. Boy, I'm tired of wearing these shackles and these these irons on my damn neck. Oh, I'd be glad when the white man changed his mind. No. There were abolitionists out here doing what they had to do to try to get our people. There was slave what they call slave revolt. There were things being done. As 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 going back, I told y'all I'm I'm in the New Testament tonight. I'm in I'm in the gospels tonight, y'all. And the letters. Even James them said, man, hey man, faith without works is dead. You can believe all you want to. But where your works at? You can believe what the hell you want to. But where your works at? Show me your works. Show me where your works. Ain't nothing going to get did because you're talking about you believe. Ain't nothing going to get done, brothers and sisters, by us saying, yeah, I believe. But what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about this stuff, right? How are we going to get free? How are we going to change the society, man? We like we talk about politics, and I ain't going to get into that. But we talk about politics. Politicians are policy makers. If we don't stop these diabolical politicians, the diabolical ones, and we're not putting this on everybody, but there are some evil, wicked-ass politicians in there who are policymakers, who dictate by policies our lives, our livelihood. What are you going to be able to eat tomorrow or not? Because they don't raise the goddamn inflation so high. They don't raise food prices, gas prices, every kind of damn price so high. So you don't know if you're going to be able to eat, you're going to have lights on, you don't know what the hell going to happen tomorrow because these policymakers, that's why I say I pay attention to politics because I got to pay attention who's making these policies or the laws of the land that's going to affect my goddamn life. But if we let these, as the Bible says, in two places, the book of Job talks about the earth has been given over to the hands of the wicked. I just did a video on YouTube the other day and said that 
If the earth has been given over here to the wicked, are, are, are we as the righteous ready to take our place and take back over the, over the planet so we can bring righteous prosperity back into the land? If the earth, Job, Job 9 and 24, the earth has been given over to the hands of the wicked. Are we ready, righteous brothers and sisters, to take this thing back? How long are we going to sit back and be quiet? Are we ready to take it back so we can have righteous prosperity in the land? Are you tired? Are you not sick and tired of being sick and tired of going through this bull crap? I know I am. I'm sick and tired of hearing this, like like the news that we talked about earlier, like hearing this stuff with Tiffany Haddock, who's claimed to have Jewish heritage, but that's another whole story. Molesting children was Aries Spears. All of these people that people idolize, know the thing, idols, make idols, American idol. That's another whole story, too. Oh, we're not sick and tired. Where are we going to take it back? There's another one, Proverbs, that talks about um, when, the righteous in the, when, the righteous is in, when the righteous is in authority, the people prosper. When the righteous is in authority, people prosper. But when the unrighteous is, is in authority, the people will groan. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So today, what are people groaning, ain't it? People groaning about, like I said, gas prices, food prices, every goddamn thing, rent going up. So that means, uh-oh, that's an unrighteous ruler here in America today that's ruling because the people are groaning. They moaning and complaining. Because we have an unrighteous ruler. That's Bible, y'all. That ain't my that ain't my word. That's Bible. And I got I got one more clip though. I got to read one more thing from this book. This book of John, right fast. This is brothers. This this uh, book of First Johns. Going to the book of First Johns, uh, chapter what we at about two and fifteen. And it says because basically he was talking about some stuff. The pastor, Pastor uh, Patrick Wu. And now this is just the King James, since I have this one open, I'm going to read this one. It says, love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. But if man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but it is of the world. It says, but when the world passes away, the love thereof, and he that doeth the will of the Father abides forever. But note, but there was another part that says in another portion that says, uh, uh, like I said, talks about again that uh, be not lovers of the world. But it says those who love the world, you know, is not of the Father too. It's just another uh, precept that goes with that. But this is what we're talking about. And I remember this thing in my Islamic days. <laughs> And this is why I, I really got into not being so materialistic because even with verses like this or even, you know, letters like this, these, when I said scriptures or, or sacred scriptures, dealing with these letters, but not being lovers of this world and the things of this world. And it take me back even to Matthew where they said Joshua or whatnot was on the, uh, on the mountain. Don't, I don't love the things of the world. Yes, we need some things in this world. Yes, we need clothing. Yes, we need. We want to try to buy housing and, you know, some things to uh, have for financial stability in this world. But I ain't, I'm, I'm not in love with it. I'm not going to do no goddamn anything to, to get it, right? I'm not going to sacrifice my granddaughter, her livelihood, 
to get no goddamn big house or get a spotlight somewhere in Hollywood or anywhere. I'm not doing my mother or somebody I love, I care for to get that. I give a damn about that. Because I know what they say. Abba Yah says that don't be no love of this world because, number one, this is materialistic stuff. These are just materialists. And then when you do all of that, you do all of this humiliating stuff, put on the dress, suck another man's wee-wee. Another man, I'm saying like I know this old school, another man suck another man wee-wee, let four, five dudes run trains on them. When you get through doing all of that for all that financial bull crap, they can eat and they humiliate you. And when they get through using you, they kicking it with you, and then they get through using you, they take all that shit from you. And what you left with? And what are you left with? They had you with all the cars, all the jewelry. You was all over the television. You was everywhere. You was balling. You was kicking it with all the top names, celebrities. But then you did something that you didn't like. What happened? They take it all. And what are you left with? You left with that damn humiliation. You are left with that damn humiliation. Now you turn to drugs because you're trying to cope with this shit because you can't really cope with it and function with it because you know what you have done. You know you have been mentally brain screwed. You know what you have done to your very soul, the essence of your very soul. So now you try to use the drugs to try to deal with it or try to use the drugs so you don't have to deal with it. That's why we see so many of these people out here, they stone out their goddamn mind. They want to be on the drugs that influence them to take over, to take them out of their mind. I got three minutes, I got three minutes, but I'm going to read one more thing because I didn't get a chance to get this one right fast. Going back to the book of Ephesians right fast, I got to play another one, Pastor Wu, uh, talk about Kamala Harris. Been going over time a little bit. But it going back to uh, Ephesians, what it says is, now this is my complete Jewish study Bible. It says, use all the armor and weaponry of the Most High Yah so that you will be able to stand against the deception tactics of the adversary. For, for, uh, uh, for we are not struggling against human beings. There we go. We talk about that adversary. It didn't talk about no human because it makes it clear in this one. They did King James. It says that because we are not struggling against human beings, but against rulers, authorities, and the cosmic powers governing this darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realm. See, this is what we talk about again. We have to really truly understand spirituality, brothers and sisters. Now, when people say a lot of the stuff, and this is what a lot of that we negate spiritual. We try to be everything in, in the physical a lot of time, and we negate the spiritual. And this is why people say, well, I, I, I hear voices. I hear so-and-so and and, 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 and different things. That's why y'all had the cartoon. They used to tell you, show you the cartoon. There's a good angel on one side or a bad angel on one side. Uh, uh, Dr. Yogi said agreeable and a disagreeable. These are spiritual things. Like you could be sitting there and, and I, I'm going to use myself, y'all. I'm going to use my own self as an example. I remember there was, used to be some time back days of past. I could be sitting there just chilling out. I ain't doing nothing, just watching, maybe watching TV or just chilling. I ain't got no thought about nothing crazy in my head. Um, I'm just going to chill out. I ain't finna study, uh, study nothing today. Then all of a sudden, someone just come to me, hey, man, let me go in there and watch you some porn. And I'm like, what in the hell? Let me go in there and watch you some porn. I thought about just watching porn. Now, I ain't thought about no women, no nothing. Go watch you some porn, man. Go in there and check out. You want to see some big booty girls and see some titties or something? Now, I'm up here probably just, I don't know, watching some the uh, animal planet or something. Next thing you know, I'm like, yeah, you know what? 
Yeah, let me let me, let me check this out. I go on there and start watching some porn. The influence that that idea that country just came out of this no damn well. I'm chilling now, but but something else tell me, hey, you know that ain't uh, you know the Bible, man. You know the Most High, man. I'm like, you know, man. I, I make excuses. I ain't I, 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 y'all. I put my life on this. If I'm, I know people you say if I'm lying, it was most I hit me with lightning right now. <laughs> but I pro- this is some things I experience. I'm going to tell you about my experience. I promise. And then they be like, you know that's wrong. And I make excuses, man. Like, well, you know, man, the most I man, so and so, so and so, ain't, 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 ain't doing that. I ain't going. Oh, I would be like, I'm just watching porn. I ain't going to jack off. I ain't going to masturbate. I'm just going to, you know, just check out the porn. So I ain't I ain't going to really do nothing wrong. Now, if I masturbate, that's when I'm going to do something really wrong. You rationalize that. You try to rationalize that doing wrong. But knowing that, that, that the other spirits tell you, hey, man, uh-uh, don't do that. Don't go in there and watch that porn. Well, I ain't even to masturbate. I'm just going to just check out, a you know, a, a flick or two. I'm t- I don't know about y'all. I have these things that I've had these things and had and still try to have these things. But I and I, and I try to resist. I remember they even talking about Prophet Muhammad. How even Prophet Muhammad they said that uh, they talk about jinn in Islam, jinn which is uh, these forces. Maybe like people might say demons or whatnot, right? Oh, let me find this other book because I'm saying that I want to go into something. Too. Uh, I'm, I'm, but anyway, they talk about these jinn, these forces. Um, man, where is my book? My book, my book. Oh, there we go. Yeah, but they talk about these forces. I call jinn. It says that even Muhammad. They, now, this is just a story. Talk about Muhammad, but you could take this here and and and, and these are the stories. All these stories, like David was talking about the serpent in the garden. These are metaphorical, allegorical stories that you can take and like to take the principles and apply them, or try to apply them to your life to help you make a better you. This is the thing. So people in this country community are always talking about, hey, this person didn't really exist. That person didn't really exist. But, hell, you exist. And a lot of these stories talks about some things that happened with you. So, you know, just don't pay that no mind. But the point of going with Prophet Muhammad, it was said that he made his jinn submit to him. Because the jinn was always trying to get him, like I was saying, you know, sitting there watching television and somebody go ahead and check out you some porn. Like, oh, I ain't doing that. <laughs> I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. No, no. The most I said this. So it said it made his jinn, those disagreeable spirits that was with him, he made them submit to him to do good. I was like, when I used to read that and study that, and this, I'm like, ooh. I said, damn, I need to get like that, man. I need to get like that. Well, let me read y'all something here, brothers and sisters. I, I suppose I'm playing this a clip, but, I, but this 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 thing here getting deep tonight. But we're going into something here. This is a book I had. Uh, this is coming from the Akmatia Society. Uh, I bought this book when I was in in the studying Islam or practicing the religion of Islam, and it's by uh, Muhammad Malana Muhammad Ali. I'm sorry, called the book the Religion of Islam, and um, he talks about this here and it's called talking about the angels. The angels and things, but going into this, he says, traditions have already been quoted showing that every man has with him an associate from among the angels who aspire him with good and noble ideals and an associate from among the jinn who excite his base passion. Now, you know, in, in, in um, what's that um, ah, mostly a Hindu thing, they talk about the Kundalini energy and all of this, the serpent power. And they talk about you start at the base level, 
your base level. They're dealing with the material lift, the material level. Basically, you know, that base level down this spot, it's your, basically your damn near your genital areas. And I was talking about something. I'm going to get back to this. I was, I was messing with my coworker today. I said, man, you know what? I said, man, they better be lucky. I said, uh, I said, it's, 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 how'd I say it? I said, you know what? It's one part. That the people are glad they don't take this part literal, even about reading the Gospels, because it talked about whatever part of your body that make you sin or even lust, you got to cut it off. I said, man, I don't mean no harm, bro. I said, this is all great. I said, but there'd be a lot of brothers running around this motherfucker with no penis on, with no penises. I said, because, you know, we fall to the desire and the lust. Man, looking at a woman, man, I sure I can knock that off. Ooh-wee. So... We've been led by that lower passion with our wee-wee, y'all. We, hey, man, we got to cut that like the eight. The Bible's like, uh, you got to cut that off, Doc. That Your penis made, like you said, that, that other head made you a lust. You got to cut it off. You got to decapitate it. <laughs> that was just crazy. But that's that's what it, why part of the gospel. But going back here, though, it says that that uh, uh the gene who excites your base passion, you excite that materialistic thing in you, that worldly passion in you. Like it's like you know, even going back to the Gospels again, it says what it says. Uh, uh what they quote Yahshua, aka Jesus, said that uh the spirit is the spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. The flesh is weak. My spirit is willing to do the right thing, right? Like Spike Lee. But my flesh is weak because my flesh is what? Material. Does it not say that man is made from the dust of the ground? He's made of the materials of the ground? We're made of this material thing, of this ground, of this material earth. So my flesh want to do the desires of this world. So for my spiritual self, I want to do the right thing. I, I, I'm struggling. That's why we, a lot of us, we have a, a continual struggle with ourselves. We try and we wrestle. With ourselves. That's why Solution was kind of talking about that a little bit earlier, too, though. I heard what he was saying, and I we didn't negate that. We, we do struggle. We have a wrestle with ourselves because it's a spiritual and a, and a physical thing that we wrestle with. And that's why one thing, brothers, we talk about the, uh, I know I'm going off on this one, the, the six-pointed star. Now, I rock it. Ain't, you know, I'm not going to get deep into that. But even when you take that, what they call the six-pointed star, they call it a star. We don't see no damn stars in the sky that they call a star in the sky shaped like no damn five-point or no six-point. they just something they came up. But anyway, that ain't got nothing to do with it. It's a Morgan Day. But anyway, the, even when we're dealing with that and, and, and certain um, philosophies and schools of thought, when you have uh, those symbols, you like I remember the, as in the Wabians, we used to study this and look at it. And this is not as obvious. It was like two upside down, two pyramids put together. And certain symbols you can buy with that six points, right? And, and you see how they draw it. It can look like that. One representing, one pointing up can be representing the spiritual. The other representing the material. So you, you, you have a spiritual and material. Beings, which we are. We are spiritual beings and we are material beings. We are that. So we're going back to this right there. Now, even with that part, I was just reading in here about the associate being. You, go, you can go back to James 
1 and um, 13 and 14. It says, every, when everyone is tempted by, when everyone is tempted, he's tempted by his own desires. Not because, you know, like, you know, we're talking about we're tempted by God, we're sinning, God tempting us. Now, James says, like I said, in chapter 1, verse 13 and 4, he says, when you're tempted, you're tempted by your own desires, something that is the base desire in you. Because he's talking about these, being associated with these associate genes again. Now, going back to the part now, talking about the devil in this book, The Religion of Islam. It says, God created man with two kinds of passion, the higher, which awaking him to a higher or spiritual life, the lower, which relate to his physical existence. And corresponding to these two passions, there are two kinds of beings, the angel and the devil. The lower passions are necessary for man's physical life, but they become a hindrance to him in his advancement to the higher life when they run riot and out of control. Man is required to keep these passions in control. See, that's why I said again, y'all, how we wrestle. You see, we wrestle with it. Like, so you be getting these things, you're just sitting around, and he got a lower passion, man. Go in and check out, do some porn, man. Go over there and do so-and-so. Like, hold, dog. That's why he said problem. I'm like, uh-uh-uh. He put that thing in check. No, hey, man, you got me messed up, dog. <laughs> what they tell you, Christians even tell you what they say? Uh, 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 resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist that lower passion, and he will resist, uh, 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 flee from you. Dr. York wrote in a book. I know I'm quoting everybody tonight, y'all. But even Dr. York he got a chapter in, in his uh, holy tablet called the, um, the Living Soul. And it was talking about how when negativity comes to you, you have to change that. You know, negativity comes to your mind. You got to get her up and get rid of that thought before it becomes an action before it come to action. So even with this, this is how we got to control that passion. Okay, here it says that if we can do so, they become a help in, uh, in our advancement instead of a hindrance. This is the meaning underlined that the prophet relied in the tra- uh, uh, traditions already quoted when he was asked if he had two associates. This is the part here. Yes, he said, but Allah helped me to overcome him. So he have submitted and does not command me all but good. He don't command me nothing but good. It says his devil is said to have submitted to him. And instead of making evil suggestions, commanding him nothing but good, that is to say, uh, became a help to him in the development of his higher life. And see, uh, and this is what we really have to try to do. I'm trying to hear up and get something else. Okay, and I was looking at it. It says, even the word devil or shaitan or devils has uh, been applied to men in the Quran, the leaders of evil, and again called devils. I was just going into that because even men, again, like Elijah Muhammad was saying, <laughs> the devil. So even when we talk about the adversary thing, that could be applied not only to a spiritual force, but like I said, a, 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 a any individual. And we do know, even when we talk about the civil rights movement and all of these type of things, we had people who were uh, trying to hinder or maybe adversaries of that process that our ancestors were going through. Let me play Patrick Wooten right fast. I keep saying I'm going to play this. We'll get to this. I like this. Oh, you Kamala Harris fans out there. 
coming up, y'all. It's coming you know, up. Kamala Harris, oh, she's uh, running for the vice presidency. I call her Miss Lockupper Brother for when she was the AG in California. A, a Negro knew, a black man knew that he was dead in the water. He was dead in the water. Matter of fact, you don't need a trial. You might as well go into jail if you appear before her because she took pride in locking up black folk. And now all of a sudden she's trying to be sister girl. I'm telling it. Check out her record. She locked us up left and right. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, you did, Kamala. Kamala, however I should pronounce it, you did. And now we're supposed to forget all that stuff. And, uh, and she boasted in California that she was one of the first. I got the tape cued, but my time's up today. One of the first, I, could show, I showed you Thursday night, to perform a same-sex marriage. Y'all want to see it? Do you want to see it? Let it rip. Let the rings exchanged and the vows declared symbolize your commitment sincerity and affection yeah. and may your love never falter may your love never falter by virtue of the power and authority vested in me by the state of California i now declare you spouses for life cut 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 now 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 that 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 is who supposed to deliver us now are you crazy? I, I like what my Angelo says. She said, when the people show you who they are, believe them. That's Kamala. And let me tell you, anybody who's trying to turn America into Sodom and Gomorrah is not good for this nation. She's not good for the state. And she ain't good for black folk. Born male, women born female. We need real people. Wow! Somebody shout something to God. They have their agenda. This is why they're trying to stay home. Stay home. Don't go out. Stay home. They're trying to break you. Break your mind so that they can get in place and promote open borders, which would flood the country with illegals where they'll take the rest of the job that black folk used to have. They want to bring in socialism and Marxism forms of government that teaches that God is not the deliverer and that our rights do not come from God, but that government is God and that we must serve the state. It is Antichrist. That's what's behind, praise the Lord, keeping all this stuff going. You think people are just protesting? Have you, have you ever asked them, why are you protesting? Why are you still doing it? What's, what's wrong now? Oh, they're being paid to do it. They're being paid to do it. George Soros is financing Antifa. And uh, they've given Black Lives Matter millions of dollars, hundreds of millions. Any black businesses seen that money? Any of the black communities seen that money? Any black kids trying to go to college seen any of that money? If you read what they say they're for, they don't mention the black male one time. They're not for the black male. And you can't have a black community without the black male pre wooden they say that they are trained Marxists Marxists they are not for you they are not for me this is the spirit of Antichrist and I will not allow the devil to break my mind you won't break my spirit for I heard the lie 
I like that brother there. I like that brother there. He can get my tithes and offering. I like that brother there. See, that's what I'm talking about. Now, that, now that's right there what I'm talking about. A pastor not who he's doing what he's supposed to do. Feed the, the, the sheep, meaning his congregation. Make them aware of what's happening in society. Now, we can teach all day long about the history and some things that's in the Bible. That's, that's true. But that happened in a lot of things that, a lot of things that happened in their time. Well, we need to be more aware of what's happening in our time, things that's happening right before us. And so, so many people are silent, silent now. They see what the hell going on. Some of them don't, but some of them do. But they just silent and going along with the program. Well, I just ain't going to get involved. I'm just going to stay out the way. I don't want nobody messing with me. I'm, I'm living over here, living, what's his name, uh, Liv Duvall's there. I'm living my best life. I don't need nobody messing with me, man. Coming over here, I ain't bothering them. Don't y'all come over here and bother me. But we y'all listen. If, if, if all of our so-called freedom fighters took that stance, where the hell would we be today? If they said, if they had a said, well, I know slavery is this. I know Jim Crow and all this. Listen, man, they ain't bothering me. White folks ain't bothering me. I ain't finna bother them. Leave them good white folks alone. Shit, them niggas ain't bad. Hey, I'm sorry. Y'all, listen, I, I's free now. I's free myself. I just, I don't want to get involved. I don't want to set these white folks up. If, if Sister Harriet Tuckman had a, took that approach, how many of them folks would have, you think of them, how many of them folks would have been free, got free? Mother Nat Turner did what he did. All of them, I mean, just all. Frederick Douglass, the list goes on and on. If they had a, took that approach, that approach, even we maybe we talk about Dr. King. If these people had to took that approach, I ain't bothering me. I ain't bothering them. Where would we be today, y'all? Somebody got to stir up the goddamn pot around here. Somebody got to tell the people the truth. I just can't read this shit and read this Bible and talk about it and look and just read this. This is for me personally. I can't read this Bible. And talk about what the Most High said, so and so, so and so, and then read how he told Moses to go out, and he told Moses he ain't said nothing about it. This is here, man. <laughs> he didn't say tell Moses nothing about. I be down there. Hey, man. Uh, uh, I be down there. I'm gonna come down there, man. I'm gonna free them people out of Israel. I be down there. I be down there by by, by next week. He said no. Yeah, you go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. You go do this. You go do this. You go do that. Yeah, you go get the land of Israel, y'all go in there and then look. He told them to go do it. So, listen, man, we got work to do. So even exposing people like that to Kamala Harris and all of these these agendas was being put out, that's our work. That's our job. That's a lot of our, that's some of us, our mission. Now, we know everybody ain't built like that. Now, we know everybody ain't built like that. <laughs> you know, everybody ain't, ain't, ain't don't have that, that warrior Spirit like that, you know. You know, the Most High give us all different assignments. Uh, some teach one way, some teach another. But if you ain't even built like that, don't you know? Hey, if you if you fear, or you just say, well, I don't think, brother, I can go out here and teach like that hard, like that is for that. Well, still again, okay, we understand. But don't, um, what's it? Be an adversary. To those who are teaching it, just like you know what shit here, yeah, I, I can't break it down like that. Well, I, I can't break it, hey, but I agree with what that brother's saying. I agree with it, what that sister's saying. 
That's true. I stand with them. I stand with them. Now, I can't go and tell y'all that I ain't got the facts of a lot of research that, but I stand with what they're saying. See, this is how a lot of these other, like it was a brother told me the other day we was having a conversation, and he was saying about, because <clears throat> we were talking about all this stuff with Pastor Wood and Beyonce with the church girl, and he was mentioning about, he, he mentioned something about the LGBT community and how they, you know, get their way and do what they do. And I said, well, I'm going I'm to I'm be honest just like this here, brother. I said, one thing about them, I don't agree with what they're about. I said, but one thing about it, they're going to fight for what they believe in. Even though we might say it's perverted or whatnot, they, they're going to fight for that. Now, I was talking to a Christian brother, so I had to use my Christian conversation. I said, so if, if, I said, the thing about it, if churches today or Christians or whatnot, if you believe in something or you believe that this is the right way, you're supposed to be living by God's way, why are you not fighting for it? I said, but you know, you, you letting them hush you up. You're letting them make you be silent and be quiet. Now, you say you stand on the Bible, but in the, like I said, in, 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 in the beginning and in the end, it talks against homosexuality. Now, we use this term homosexuality, or this unnatural thing. Why are you letting them shut you up? Because if they believe it's right, how come you can't believe it's wrong? Huh? It's a belief. Now, can we talk about belief? What's the problem with, with you believing it's wrong, you got to shut your mouth because you believe it's wrong, but they have the right to believe it's right. You can't believe what you want to believe. You got you to close your goddamn mouth, right? So, but the thing, they find out, like I'm telling them, man, they have uh, LGBT uh, caucuses and they go out, put their money and everything else behind what they into. They put people in places to fight for what they want. I said, they don't got to the point that Pastor Wooten got a video where he even go into these type of things themselves. The people of the Most High have now gotten comfortable, relaxed, and, and quiet. That's not everybody. Now, when I'm saying these things, I'm not generalizing putting everybody in this box. But so many people are too damn quiet about these type of things. We've seen it letting these things, and like I said, I always say this, and, and this is just, it's just probably just my belief, y'all. This is just personally my belief. I'm not saying this may be true, but this is what I stand on and what I believe. The reason that they... Are getting away with what they're getting away with because we're we you know it's just too many of us silent you know like they say sometimes your silence is a sign of a, a agreement damn it like you agree with it even if you probably don't but you ain't saying shit they like well I guess he agree with it he ain't saying nothing be quiet I don't know if I'm standing on your goddamn foot and I probably don't know I don't got you know you ain't got no shoes on I got these hard ass steel toes you ain't saying ouch hey man you on my foot. I, how I know I'm hurting your foot. I might not even realize. You but hey, man, hey, bro, you're on my toe, man. You say something. Or even if I deliberately be doing it, I'm standing on your goddamn foot. I know I'm standing on your goddamn toe. You just standing over there and saying, you just this ball up at your hand, ball up. You hurting like a motherfucker, but you ain't saying nothing. 
All I'm going to do is shit, I'm going to keep standing on this motherfucker until he ain't saying nothing. I'm going to keep standing here. You must like it or something. I'm going to keep doing it until you say something. Well, maybe ain't no sin. I'm going to just stand on it. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting something out of it. I'm, just, I'm getting an evil uh, uh, feeling out of it. I like this shit. But we have to say something. And this is why they are constantly doing what they're doing. You know, we have a few people who's uh, being vocal and stopping some of this stuff. And that's why a lot of it hadn't went full-fledged like it used to because their process, they've been, a lot of this stuff that they've been trying to put into place for a long time. Like people are talking about the New World Order, Illuminati. A lot of things hadn't went all the way like they wanted, like they want to, because there have been some resistance. There have been some kickback and resistance. But it's not enough. Like Alam Elijah Muhammad teaching the message of the black man, 100%, what we said about 90, 97, 98% of dissatisfaction will bring on 100% change. We don't have enough people dissatisfied. We need, we need the numbers to grow with the dissatisfaction before we can have this 100% change. We letting, we, we, you know, we letting the savages run the yard. We see they savages and what they're doing, but we like, Come on, man. We got to change this. And then even with prophecy, and reason I say that we can change this, when people like going to say, well, this prophecy, man, it said this was going to happen. No, it did not. No, it don't. And I, I'm going to show you why I say it don't. Because even when you go in the, in, in the Tanakh, which I'll call AKA Old Testament, you, there's choices. There was choices children of Israel had. The most I always gave them choices. And so, we, like, even we say that we in slavery now because it was prophesied. No, that was a choice. Kanye West, kind of, Kanye West kind of presented that, but not like what I'm saying. It was a choice. Let's go with it. Because the Most High said, if you do not listen to me, follow my instructions, follow my commandments, if you don't follow them, this is this what will happen to you. This is what will happen to you. But if you follow my commandments, this is what's going to happen to you. You're going to prosper. This is going to happen to you. This is going to happen. So when we say, well, it's going to happen anyway, man. It was prophesized. No, no, there's choices. Prophecy, and I'm going to say, prophecy can be changed at any given moment. It don't even have to happen. If you, do, if you make the right damn decision, it can be stopped. It, or it won't even come into play. But if you make that wrong damn decision... Yes, it's going to come to play. People talk about the mark or the bead. They're going to put the implant you and all of this shit. And we're, Man, they're going to try to implant us. Yes, if you don't do the right thing and stand up and to resist it, yes, they may do that. They, they will be able to do that. But if you don't have no goddamn, if you don't have no resistance, damn right they're going to do it. But if you stand up like the Most High tell us to do and do the right thing, ain't no way in the hell they're going to do it. Because you're going to resist it. You're going you're gonna, you're gonna to fight against it. You're going to go against it. So, and I'm going to end with this. It's like, again, just because somebody tells you something prophesied, always remember now and tell them, well, it don't have to happen, brother, sister. Because what, kind of, what kind of power will we serve, most of our power will we serve, if he just said, man, well, children of Israel, Y'all going into slavery. We ain't did nothing wrong. It's like your mama come in the house and just 
your mama, your daddy, you ain't did nothing wrong. You don't came in, did your homework. You don't clean your house up. Now you're a little child. You don't came in, did your homework. First you went to school, you cleaned your, cleaned your room, you did your homework, you did everything you're supposed to do. Then they come in the house and slap the hell out of you. Wow! Like, damn, mom, what I do wrong? What damn pop, what I do wrong? Nothing. I just want to slap the shit out of you. I'm going to put your ass on punishment for two weeks. Damn, what I do? Now, we don't serve no, we don't serve a most high power like that. I don't, I don't know about y'all, I don't. I don't know about y'all. I don't, I don't know what somebody else said about it. I, I know I don't. I, don't I, I can't. I can't speak for everybody. I know damn well I don't. I don't. I don't. I ain't read nothing like that. I ain't here. I don't know. It's always been a consequence for your actions. It's always a consequence. Even in your own parents tell you, don't go. You know, hey, follow my rules. Follow my Torah. Because your mom and daddy gave you Torah. Y'all, y'all, y'all didn't get what I'm saying about Torah. They gave you teachings and instructions in their house. When you live with your mom and daddy, they gave you teachings and instructions to live by under their house, under the, under their roof. And some we disobeyed. Some, you know, we uh, uh, obeyed and we did. And probably when you did it, you probably got you a little allowance. You probably got you some new clothes. You got you, you know, got you a little reward. But when you did wrong, you got a chastisement. You might have got your little backside whooped. You probably couldn't watch television or you couldn't go outside. Just think about things just happen the same way in nature. It's like you look at what's happening today in America. People ain't paying attention to nature. You ain't paying attention to the weather pattern and the things that's happening. And so caught up with biting them and shit. We ain't paying attention to what's going on. Y'all know all these floods and everything that's been really going on. I know y'all say, well, it always happened. Okay. Look at the tensions and all of these type of things that's happening. You say, that's always happened. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> okay. You better realize what more disagreeable. Look at all these nations that done a lot of this disagreeable stuff long time ago. Long time ago, and what happened to them? And this is what something, even with Revelation, really going out. And I'm gonna say this is, and they you can jump back in here, day. Revelation, and I know I'm going. To, Revelation said, "Come out of her, my people, so you do not be partakers of her sin and her plagues. Come out of her way, brothers and sisters. Damn her financial gains. Don't, don't, don't sell out. Don't, you, don't go down this path for financial gains, brothers and sisters." If, if if it's meant for you, it's going to happen. If it's meant for you to have, it's going to happen. You ain't got to put that goddamn dress on. Oh, some today I seen you, they talking about Will Smith. Now, he knows this shit. Now, he talking about he, he, he disagreeing with his son now, gay. He, he gay and he going with uh, some dude, Tyler the Creator. You knew your goddamn son was gay in the first place when he put that damn dress on. Dave. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You kind of low, Dave. Kind of low, Dave. Uh, came yeah. Yeah. It's a son of Tuesday. You remember when he first week was like 90 degrees of separation? Yes, sir. And she came to Dave and said, 
that's wrong in the industry. I want to know why they don't never call out nobody from no other countries. Like, I've noticed that. They don't call out them Arabs, and they degrade black women and American women worse than what Snoop and all them were doing, you know. In order for the Arabs to accept you, you got to sleep with one of their animals overseas. So, you know, I can't see how that's respect. You know, I get. I guess it's most. It's the people who's most relevant to us. You know, because like if somebody overseas, just say a shake or somebody overseas, he's irrelevant to me. Like the most influential people we know, like Snoop, like you said, Snoop P Diddy, they're influential mm-hmm. to us here in America. They the, like I said, American idols. So yes, is 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 they're the priority us to call out you know because that's that's who we see and who we idolize people idolize not we we idolize and right before us and I understand what you're talking about, about you know the people inside but that's not that's not a we don't see them they're not that's not who being pushed in front of us so yeah it, it would be fitting for these people who they put before us as gatekeepers in, in our community that we expose their asses. Because somebody else that we don't, that ain't got nothing to do with us in America, it's like, I don't even know the motherfucker anyway. So I ain't, I ain't never followed him. <laughs> like, you be talking about, like, French Montana. I, that motherfucker, like, I I don't even know nothing about him anyway. So I don't even care nothing. I mean, I don't care, but, like, like well, I ain't never lived to the motherfucker anyway. So but you talk about, like, a P. Diddy and some shit that uh, 50 Cent or somebody do, Cause I probably watch their movies and they sitcom like, oh man, damn, he into that shit like, oh hell no, nah. ain't ain't rocking with them motherfucker no more. Like Tyler Perry, <laughs> I stopped fucking with Tyler Perry when I found out, you know, a lot of stuff about Tyler Perry. Stop supporting his ass. Yeah, like he's somebody straight that's up over there. Yeah, somebody that's over there. It's really like it's it, it's it's priority to us. It's priority to, you know, put them out in the forefront. That's why, you know, I would say to D, because that's who they have. Because Hollywood, you know, because now you said Bollywood, that's a different thing. That's in India. But this is why, you know, they're putting out, exposing people over here. Yeah, because this ain't going to really make no sense to nobody else. Like somebody in our hood, you expose the dude in your hood that's around here messing up. Somebody else in another neighborhood, you know, right, man, you ain't, they like, who is dude? Who, who is that? I have no idea who that motherfucker is. He ain't bothering me. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, oh, 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 oh Solution, honestly, he dropped off. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad he threw out some stuff, though, tonight. Because, you know. No, you I know didn't drop saying, off. Mm-hmm. You just uh, oh, stopped Dave. talking to me. Oh, that's day he dropped off. Okay, both of y'all got a. Uh, both of y'all got what you call uh 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 nine oh I mean uh one's private number. Oh, okay. Number. So no, I was just uh, you forced me to go in here and uh, prepare a couple of lamb chops, which I'm going to eat only. Oh, I'm man. going to consume only one. And uh, yeah, I was just listening to you. Lamb. Yeah, yeah. Okay, damn. Did he text me? Yeah, can't call you back in, day. Oh, uh, no, nah, I can't call you in. Let me see. Let me see if I call him back in. 
Let me let me uh, let me play this right fast. Let me try to see if I call him back in. This is about the boule. Uh, the underlying aspect of the ascension of many of these men was the conflation of the African and black identity. While many of these men were mulattoes passing as white, and even several with non-indigenous American roots. It is a matter of fact. Non-American blacks were at the forefront of black Hegelian deception in the early 20th century. As the quasi-leading voices of black America were tokens funded by Zionist, Jewish, first and second generation immigrants. Du Bois, although American-born, was the offspring of Anglo-Dutch French immigrants. His greatest adversary, Marcus Garvey, was a Jamaican-born immigrant who... Per- no, no, I'm going to stop that. I'm going to stop that. I'll do that next time because uh, we almost got... We ain't got a little bit. Let somebody else come in and talk. Dave, you back on Dave. I'll play that next time. Uh, Brother David. Yeah, yeah, I'm back in. Thank you. Yeah, my phone, at, I was on my flip phone, I called it, and it cut me off. Yeah, I thought I had to, I said Solution had dropped off, but Solutions on the phone, because both of y'all got uh, uh, all ones, and it, the timer didn't come on. That way I didn't know who 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 was on. I thought that was Solution. Oh, hey, hey, hey brother, Solution just said he cooking some lamb chop, day. I ain't trying to eat that unseasoned shit he made. <laughs> You trying to eat no lamb chop because Solution cook? Hey, he got he got to tell me some soul food. I got to know where his heritage from. I got to have me some soul food. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know if he sees the stuff. Yeah, I don't know if he flies away. If he was black, then I guess I would kind of verify. He might have lost his sickness as well. But he said he ain't got no way. He said he ain't got no race. Damn, Solution. Cause you won't you eat the man. Go ahead, Solution. Oh, Solution, you said you had to you had to dress something. We didn't ever give you a chance to dress something. You said you had to dress something. Oh, I, I was on mute. Hey, see, Dave likes to fight, and Dave is the weakest person in the ring. Let me tell you this, Dave. You can't fight. Damn. I don't know why you're always picking a fight. Right? It's kind of stupid. And you should stop that. Because first of all, let me tell you something. I made a comment about English earlier. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Uh, okay, let's let's do this like. Okay, let's do this like non-savages. Okay, I said to him earlier. I spoke to him about English. Now everything he says is in English, even though it's poorly delivered. It's in English. And the books that he reads, they're not from people like him with the educational level that he has. These are people who have gone to universities such as I have gone. And thus, he's looking at that information. He doesn't speak Hebrew, not one iota, okay? English is the international business language. It's the international aviation language. Every pilot that flies a plane, especially a commercial plane, speaks English. All international business is done in English. 
English is the most powerful language in the world today, or we would say it's the most powerful extant language, E-X-T-A-N-T. And so for you to sit back and say it doesn't mean anything to speak English correctly means that you're speaking very foolishly, all right? Your subject-verb agreement is oftentimes very uh, maladapted. It's poor. Uh, he, she, it doesn't, not he, she, it don't. And you never use a differentiated third person such as T-H-E-I-R, there. Everything is they. And that's quickly picked up by anyone who has a scintilla of understanding of English. And that's poor English. At minimum, if you're going to criticize English, learn to speak it fairly decently. And so, uh, you know, he's always coming off. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I heard you bloviate and blather. And see, he's always picking a fight, and he has no material to really fight with. How can you interpret something in English, and you're very non-proficient in English? You're not proficient in English, and that's all you speak. Yo, let me get in here. Yo, let me get in here. Listen, but listen, the only reason I'm addressing this is because he constantly comes at me. He said, well, he has a degree in English. That doesn't mean nothing or words to that effect. He was, he was, he was, he was denigrating my accomplishments when he doesn't have any. And not only that, let me give you one more. Now, I don't know if this is actually true. Hold on a minute, if you will. I'll be finished in just a second. I listen to you bloviate. It sounds like you are your own worst enemy. It sounds like you are a very rotund man. It's a, your voice sounds very labored. Okay, there you go again. You're acting like a savage. Notice how savagely you behave. Behave like a savage. You need to stop that. Be civilized. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Be civil. If you know what that means, be civil. Stop attacking people and they won't attack your ass. When you say that my when you say that my accomplishments do not mean anything, okay, that is an attack. But when it comes down to America right now, we don't have too many damn Americans speaking that shit, okay? I don't even I don't understand what the hell you're saying. Why don't you get a better phone? Yeah, Dave, you kind of you kind of muffled a little bit, Dave. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Okay, so let me tell you something. The reason why I said that shit, not shout, just shout, just let me say something. I'm Okay, the reason why I said that about your English degree, a solution, is because when it comes time, even if we did speak perfect English, in America right now, this is a fucking melting pot. 
We don't have, I'm going to tell you, in my state where I'm at right now, let me tell you something, even though I'm a hairstylist and a licensed barber in the state of Virginia, I'm going to tell you something, when it comes time for Asians and, and Spanish, they're walking around all the workplaces speaking Tagalog and Spanish. I'm going to tell you something, I had, I had, a, I, and I spoke on this uh, to y'all a whole bunch of times. I got fired from a job at a good salon and barbershop. And let me tell you something, it was an Asian lady that got me fired. Wrongfully. Let me tell you something. I had a, there, I was the only black brother. There was another black brother. He was a supervisor. But it was majority Asian and Spanish people. Let me tell you something. I, as a so-called black American brother, let me tell you something. I, I forgot what me and this one white guy was talking about in my chair. But the black supervisor came to me, yo, you know, you, you, can't, you can't talk about that. It was American shit we were talking about. Let me tell you something. He, he, when I heard him say that, you know, it shocked me because he was a black American brother like me. And you know what's so crazy? Because he he never stopped the fucking Asians from talking in their fucking language. But me talking to another American about some American stuff is offensive. But you but but it ain't offensive when the motherfuckers walk around talking to Dalit. So, right, let me just say this, uh, uh, what, Dave, I think so, your name is Dave. Uh, I think your name as a, as a title of respect. Look, I, I don't see me, how that computes. I'm not drawing the connection no, no, between... No, what I'm trying to say is, is regardless if we did speak English or not, uh, uh, translate something correctly, let me tell you something. America right now, I'm going to tell you something. Where I'm at, if you ain't speaking Tagalog, if you ain't speaking no Spanish, they hate your ass. Okay, I'm now let me address that. that, that that's a very good point. Let me address that for just a moment. It'll only take me, it'll take me under a minute and a half. You got. I don't okay, number one, you have to understand this. Y'all ain't going to attack none of them foreigners that's coming out here. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I heard what you said. Allow me to respond to Y'all ain't going to tell them ching chong motherfuckers. Okay, there you go. Let me tell you something. Everything is not about race. It's also about timing. (laughs) It's also about attitude. Really? One has a poor attitude. I don't give a some bank shit right there. Hold on a minute, sir. Okay, your attitude is bad. Really? Not, and your attitude has really? a lot to do well, with the way Mexicans you are treated. Over here. You got Mexicans coming over here, and they push okay, you. Well, they, move they your ass. You Americans. don't have to stay there. They no one is holding homeless. you in shackles they where you are. Homeless. They got homeless Americans. I done been homeless before. They ain't. I'm telling you, I was homeless. Well, I'm glad you're not homeless now, but a lot has to do with your attitude based on the way you behave. When I was goddamn homeless, let me tell you something. I call a place of everyday ministry. Oh, how can I get up on me? Oh, you got to be on waiting list. But I look at the fucking news. I see Mexicans coming over here, can't speak a lick of fucking English. 
doing whatever. They get construction contracts. They're coming over here getting all kinds of housing uh, uh, vouchers, and they putting them up in hotels. They don't put some of the brothers and sisters up in hotels that's born and raised over here, but they give me Spanish motherfuckers can't say E-I-O-U. All they can hey, hey is let me tell you. Uh, okay, I would like to respond to some of what you're saying. Because you're just complaining. It, it ain't about race. But it ain't about no race. one is saying they, life they is fair. House, but they will. But no, 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 no. To... But they'll house a bunch of fucking foreigners that can't speak okay, English. there you go again. No, See, the thing the you have to find out is what shit. works for you. I'm tired of that shit, man. And stop bitching and complaining about someone else. When it Find out what English, works for you, because let me tell you something, you're shit. bitching and it's moaning about what someone so else gets. motherfuckers that come over here don't have Okay, and see, shit. I see your and problem lately. I see over the here major problem with whatever you. the fuck they want. They getting all you these, don't listen they getting very well at all. You don't they come guidance. over here. They come over here and get these corner stores. They get liquor okay, stores. Yeah, they get you all get kinds one. of fucking vouchers. And then they beat you our ass You can't just sit back and bitch and about what someone and, else and, 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 and the police get their ass respect more than what they give a black American. But now a lot of people out here fuck us up. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Sunray, may I speak to you a moment? Yeah, can we let Justin come in for here? Because he's at work right now. Cause I mean, he's been trying to get in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. We know he's going to say, say some Democrat shit. We already know. We already know. We got a Banks in here. Shoot. Justin. Because I know he at work. He ain't got but a couple of minutes. Okay, he might be went back to work. Oh, he probably went back to work. Because I know he's working and he got to jump in when he can. Okay, I guess y'all well, go ahead then. I guess he's going back to work. Just, no, no, I don't want to speak to this guy anymore. You can't have a conversation with him. He just drones on and on. I'm going to speak to you, if I may. I'm go ahead. Okay, go the problem ahead. is, is, see, this gentleman has an attitude. And what I notice that unsuccessful people do that complain all the time, they never stop and ask anyone for instructions. They just continue on off the cliff. He just said a guy, I assume the guy identified with him, at least uh, in skin hue or whatever, uh, he fired him. But it wasn't because of his skin color that he was, a, he was fired. See, that's the easiest thing for most people to yell out is that it's done because of my uh, because of my ethnicity. All humans are of the same race. So, I, I mean, you can study that biologically. But nevertheless, this guy is a problem. He presents a problem, and no one wants to deal with his personality. He needs an attitude adjustment. That's his problem. He, but, but, but rather than look at his attitude, rather than look in the mirror... He wants to blame everybody else. But as long as you do that, the problem will never be addressed. Look, the Civil Rights Movement was a win. It won. You need to take the benefits of the Civil Rights Movement and put it into effect. 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 E-F-F-E-C-T. That is to get results. Sitting around bitching all the time about what you don't have, what someone else has, 
I don't even want to hear that kind of stuff myself because I have worked in 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 um in law where one files complaints and those complaints are mediated, they're settled. And that's what we look for. We look for ways to settle things, not to keep them alive, especially a complaint. And so what people like this gentleman, Dave, does, he has issues. I would suggest you get some counseling, professional counseling, and readjust your attitude. And you'll see your attitude will impact your altitude. You'll move to a higher hierarchy. Rather than, see, you don't hear a complaint from me. I don't have any complaints. What complaint do I have? I solve every complaint that I have. And I know that there are people around you who can do the same thing, but you won't bend the knee. You won't bow, and I'm speaking somewhat metaphorically, that's to right. listen and receive No, I won't bend over. That's what it is. I it's ain't trying to bend over put on you don't dress know how to resolve and, and get screwed up ass by a fucking oh, damn yeah. See, there you, there you go. There you go. Bring it on out. That's your attitude. You know no, the answer. No, 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 no. Yeah, you know the answers, and up, you're the one they getting they screwed. They don't respect no real men. Yeah, no, you don't respect anybody people. but but people who bloviate and act like a savage like you. No, That's all ain't, you ain't not, let me tell you some motherfucker. Let me tell you some get the hell out of here with that shit. Ain't, How long some, have you been I doing been that, that and what has shit. it profited you? Let me tell you something. I done been there wearing suits and ties to work and shit. That don't mean shit. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about this solution. You got, you got, you got people that were, I had, I was talking to a sister about this, 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 this dumb shit a couple of, about a year ago, a sister, she did hair too, and we worked in a white salon together. Now, she would wear straight wigs to work, right? Now, she had dreadlocks underneath, and she ended up wearing them after like a couple of weeks of being hired. I just wearing her natural hair. And I told her, I said, I had dreadlocks in one time, too. And she was just like, why you cut them off? And I said, well, for one thing, as a black man, if I wore some dreads to work, I wouldn't have got the job. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. She couldn't understand why I said that. She couldn't understand. And I let her know. Because she, you know, I'm going to tell you something, it's different when sisters do shit versus, like, black people. You know, when black, when, like, black people do shit, like, dark-skinned black Americans, it's different. Like, we can, we can have, I, I had dreadlocks down in my back before. And let me tell you something, every time I put in for applications, application ain't, ain't, ain't get approved. You know what I'm saying? Never get no callbacks. And I'm telling you, I used to twist my locks every other month. Let me tell you something. I had to tell the sister, because they started fucking with her when she started wearing her natural hair to work. And I told the sister, I said, I said, you know what? I said, you notice how you wore your wigs to work the first couple of weeks of getting hired? I said, 
But you notice when you start wearing your natural hair, they start treating you like crap. Hey, I don't right? know. Somehow you breaking up. Let me go. So keep talking, though. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it, it was just like breaking up. But go ahead. You okay. Keep talking, but I told hey, I, I want to address that dreadlock thing when you finish, sir, if, if you ever finish. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. But I told the sister, I said, so, because they started picking on the sister when she wore natural hair. And I'm talking about they picked on her bad because she was dark-skinned, had dreadlocks. And I'm going to tell you, I told her, I said, look, I used to be like that. She had them roll up nice, and just like I used to years ago. But I'm going to tell you something. When it comes time for these jobs and all that solution, you can you can you can walk around on a Steve Harvey suit, you can bend over, you can do all that. But let me tell you something, it don't give a fuck. If you work in a white white environment, regardless, I don't care you can have a good fucking degree. That shit when I said that shit don't mean nothing earlier. If you're a black man, you can have a PhD. Let me tell you, Bill Cosby had, Bill Cosby, when Alan Iverson, he had cornrows. When he went through his little testing trial, him and Michael Vick, Bill Cosby was like, yo, if y'all ain't have cornrows, y'all wouldn't have been targeted. Now, it's kind of funny because Bill Cosby was accused of what, rape? I never seen Bill Cosby with cornrows. Hey, let's just keep I this was, with you. Bill so Cosby was a rich man. Yeah. Cosby, Bill Cosby but could write his know. own he script. He had all the degrees. Hold on, Bill Cosby is not in the same is not in, in the same climate with you. That's well, a different just, universe. Okay, let, let me but say but this to you. So. Okay, a but couple but of things. Still, a lot of people still, want what is still, successful though. for their business model. If they don't feel that locks or dreadlocks or whatever whatever you call them are useful in their business, they have a right to control their employees to that extent, particularly if they're giving you a paycheck. Now, this is what you do if wearing dreadlocks or whatever you call them, locks, are so important to you. You either work at a place that where that's okay, that's standard, or you start your own business. You can do that. You can't sit back and bitch about someone else's successful model and expect them to bow to you. That's not going to happen. You have things bass backwards, and that's why I say you need counseling. You need professional counseling. Go ahead. Okay, so that having locks is actually Hebrew culture. So let me tell you something. They don't tell white Jewish people that shit when they have Shirley Temple curls. When they had them imposter locks, them little imposter, them imposter Shirley Temple curls, they don't tell their ass to cut that shit off. They don't tell them fucking Arabs to rip that fucking towel off their fucking head when they go and get a fucking job doing it. Hey, Dave, hold up now. I got to stop you with that one. Because you did remember now, it was some stuff. I ain't trying. I'm just trying to uh, be fair across the board. They did have a problem. It was a time when the uh, Muslim women were trying to wear their hijab, and they had and they had a problem with them wearing their hijab to work. 
you, you, I don't know if you remember that. It was women, it was Muslim women was trying to wear their hijab to work, and it was some, some places they, they didn't want them to wear that to work. And even now, there's things that's changing now where they are allowing certain people now to wear uh, dreadlocks and all these type of things to work. They're not, certain places are, are bending to that because of people, um, like I said, standing up. It's, it, it's all a process sometimes. Like I said, again, it's they company. You look up the word employee and employer in the Black Laws Dictionary and, and look what it means. When you apply for a job, I need to get my Black Laws. When you even apply for that, it's going to say, it's going to tell you basically, you basically under their, whatever they rule, they have their assignment that they give you. They might say, well, you know, like, like all of them come with a dress code. You got to wear this uniform. You got to wear that. Like I said, if you don't like it, again, it's like, again, go apply for Type of jobs some goddamn well. It's like we try to force it. Like even with something, we try to force ourselves on people. We know they don't want you. They don't like you or whatever. Why force yourself on to be in a place where you know it's going to be a hostile environment? Just get up and go some goddamn well. That's and, and that's just my my thing, man. So I would say you know. Yeah, we hear this thing about it was our culture is that, but again, like okay, black people say this, right? We say this is black people. We're in we in captivity. Just say this. A lot of people are still saying we're in captivity. I don't know how in the hell we really still in captivity when you can go get a passport and move your ass out of America any that damn time you want as long as you got the money. So how are you in captivity? A captivity means you being held captive. You being held against your will. How you being held against your will, you can get a passport and move and fucking go where you want to. If you in captivity, ain't no way you can get a passport and go to visit Africa, Israel, or wherever you want to go. How are you in captivity? I just don't understand it. But that's that's my mind. Maybe my education don't allow me to figure that out. But anyway, if 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 you have the opportunity, you can just apply for a job somewhere else. They say, well, you can't wear the dreads. You can't wear this. Fine. Okay. Go somewhere where you're allowed to wear it. I'm not going to like it. It's just. Sometimes, that's why I said we play the victim too goddamn much. This is why I had to get away from the black the black power community shit. Because a lot of things we always want to play the victim too goddamn much, and I can't stand that no more. I can't stand it no more because that that right there for me out of twenty some years, it basically held me back. It held me back. I'm not trying to kiss no no white Europeans ass or nobody else's ass to get nothing. Never done it. Never trying to. Never, not, not not trying to. But I I be damned if I play the victim. That's not going to get me nowhere. That's not going to get me constantly. Because again, I base my life off tonight. And and again, well, we a lot of brothers are always talking about where the white man did this to us. Well, according if you really believe in it tonight, I keep saying this every show. It says that you're going to be given into the hands of your enemy. Okay, said the white man is your enemy. But it said if you don't do this, you don't do that, I'm going to give you over to the hands of your enemy. So, again, you did something to be allowed to be into the hands of your enemy. So why don't you focus on what the hell you did to get in this situation? Instead of, like the brother said on the video, I keep saying this every week, the brother said, why are you blaming the belt instead of the person who's swinging the damn belt? You blame the belt and look at the belt for whooping your ass. But what about the person who's actually got the belt and hitting you? 
And what did you do to even get the whooping in the damn first place? You know, that's this victim mentality, man. It, it, that, that's, ooh, we do know a lot of stuff has that's being set in motion to hurt us or against other so-called black people. But everything, everybody is not fucking against you. Excuse my French, y'all. Everything and everybody is not against you. It's like sometimes I get in all this conspiracy shit. I remember somebody saying it, all this conspiracy theory, a lot of stuff. You be so spooked out because you've been reading. They spying on me, man. Oh, bro, they looking at me. Everything you spooked out, everywhere you go. Hey, man, you see that dude, right? Dude watching me, man. You see that? You see that? Man, what you talking about? Ain't nobody out here but us. No, man, look at dude in the bushes over there. Ain't nobody nowhere near you. That's a goddamn squirrel in the bushes. You be so paranoid. That the white man, a.k.a. clan, everybody's out to get you. And you're only doing shit to yourselves. We got to stop this, man. See, once I learned that right there, man, I learned that, brothers and sisters, hey, I, I started doing better for myself. I started asking a question. I remember I took a course when I was locked up one time. It was called decision-making class. And it was all about you when you get ready to do something. You think about it. Okay, if I do this, what would be the outcome if I get ready to do this? Or what my it always taught you about what would be the outcome. Think about it. Make that decision before you run out and make these steps. Think about things. Something we just we running out. Like I said, it's easy to play the victim and this is what this like Pastor Wu, I got to say it, there's a video he got called talking about the woke movement. This woke movement. They got everybody trying to play the victim. It's like he said, I like how he said, he says, we are doing now as so-called blacks what we was accusing Hitler of doing back in the days. Now we're doing the same thing. We're playing, blaming everybody else and so-and-so, playing racism, racism, racism. And actually, you're being used because you're not the person, like he's saying, George Soros, he's saying George Soros and all of them are funding these people to play this race shit. And the people who's getting the money to even put this in your mind that you're being held back just because of racism, that because of racism, they're getting paid living high on the, like old folks would say, high on the hall. We might say high on something else, turkey or whatever, land. A lamb chops is the solution with these. They're benefiting off of keeping you, as we talked about the movement, keeping you thinking that the devil is out to get you, that the devil is, what is that, the devil made me do it. That somebody, you can't do shit. That's why I said critical race theory. I can't stand that. To hell with that. Don't teach my children that bullshit. Excuse my friend, y'all. I keep saying that. Don't teach my children about no goddamn critical race theory. Now, some people might disagree, but when I, when I look at it, you know I'm going to have my children thinking like no damn victim because that a white man see the reason that you can't get the promotion or the reason you can't get that house is because, see, you black, man. See, the white man don't want you to own no house. That a white man don't want you to own no car. See, the white man don't want you to do this. Yeah, he going to do this. I, I'm going teach my children that shit. I'm teaching my children that. I'm not saying, again, there's not systems set in place to somewhat hinder you. But again, I tell, I try to teach, yes, if there's obstacles, God damn it, find a way to get around them, go under them, go through them, do what you got to do. But don't just stand there and look at the goddamn wall and say, man, 
bam, they block me off. I don't teach my children. Sunray, uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Uh, look, no, what, what you're saying is spot on there. Uh, look, in, in Christian, in Orthodox Christian theology, there are three enemies, of, especially of the believer. That is uh, Satan, the world, and the flesh. And I always put the flesh first because uh, I have worked with people solving their problems. I mean, that's what I did for years, and I still do it. And so, but see, some people don't want to listen. They don't want to be the best version of themselves. Why? Because it's easier to put blame on someone else. How easy is it to say that someone else is responsible for the way I am, therefore I don't have to do anything? I can just sit on my lazy carcass and complain, rather than finding a way around, over, through, under whatever problem that presents itself. And guess what? These are the last people to really study anything substantive or to ask anyone, how did you do it? I guarantee you, you've heard the old aphorism or bromide, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. There are many people that um, operate in one's orbit or gambit, and they would help that person. But when they say, when I say bow the knee, what does he say? Well, that means you got to bend over. Well, you're already bending over. <laughs> That's your complaint. You're being bent over. Think about it. 